guys. All right, we're live. We hey. Oh my god. OBS, ladies and gentlemen, is doing a thing. Hello, first of all, hello, welcome to the stream once again. My name is MCL, my name is Track MC, the Valiant, and we have a very special guest, with Sophie Martin, who's in the house. Say hello, everybody. Everybody, clap it up. What up? Yeah. All right, I, here's here here's a topic. Let me explain Let the technical difficulties <laughs> first before you just start. Jesus you gotta, you gotta, Can we get one? You gotta act. No, there's no. You gotta. Act, you gotta go on with the show. Anyway, all right. Continue. I'm sorry. I'm I sorry. I apologize for anybody who's got to rejoin. OBS is still playing tricks with my mind. We'll figure it out. No, we're not playing Call of Duty. Obviously, as you saw in the highlights, I will label it later. Who gives a shit? If you're here, you're here because you follow one of us and we put it on the wall. We are now officially live. We got a lot to talk about. We got a lot not to pretend we ain't gonna talk about. Anyway, I'm glad you're here. And uh, what were you gonna say, Valiant? Oh, I was gonna say a good topic. A good opening topic would be to uh, address the I'm sure, like uh, frustrating uh, thing that Sophie has to go through with her name. So say it, say it, the, say it the right way for the people. <laughs> Sophie Mari. Sophie oh. Mari. No, yeah, no, no it, but, is. Oh, it is. Okay. I was just saying. Valiant has want... a very good point, though. No, no, There's no. some people that's. They thought you said Sophie Mary. Oh, <laughs> oh Lord. No, I mean, or Sophie I've had... Marie. <laughs> uh, yeah, Sophie Marie. I'll take that one. I'll take that one happily. Sophie Marie, Sophie Mari. <laughs> I Sophie Marty's just what I mean. the only one here who gets like the non mess up name. Track. Yeah, yeah, I will give that to you. For you. Track. <laughs> no, 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 let, let me take that out. Let me. <laughs> no. Still get Sophie Mari. There's still people that still call me Tracks. And I actually think everybody that calls me Tracks is the most fakest people in the world. So I already know how far we going in that one. Tracks. Oh. Tracks. What up, right. Tracks? Like, yo, what the hell is that from? I love everyone who calls me Armani. <laughs> Oh, Armani, Armani. Hey, we'll put them on blast real quick. Goldie will text that out. Like he'll put A R M A R N I, and I'm like, bro, I love you, and I'm doing this for I don't know how long. Why are you, why are you doing that? Anyway, you know you what? You really me feel very good about someone in that comment. Armani, you know what? We're really okay. guilty of Armani, though. A lot of people always forget that second N. You know. So oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, we had this. Talk I'm guilty. About. Yeah, I mean, uh -huh. I'll, you know, I'll put it in there so I don't get sued. I frequently get uh, two L's, two L's or an E instead of an A. Uh, I'm and then I, I really hate, I really hate Double when people talk, call me Val. Val? Why? Yeah. It's a girl. Because well, no, it's a, boy's Val Kilmer. It's a boy. You can freak it. You can freak it. What is Val Kilmer? What is what is Val Kilmer's Val short for? What? I don't like Val. So I just don't like it. I don't know. What's it short for? Valiant. Valiant. Yeah. Valiant Kilmer. <laughs> Wait, what? Val Kilmer's real name is Valiant. That would be funny if that was his name. That would be funny. It is not. Don't Google it. Go because you're wrong. <laughs> <laughs> so don't Google it. How is everybody? How are you guys doing today? Hey, I can't say. How do we do this? How is everyone doing today? You can say. You can say. You guys like in the informal. Hey guys. People gonna cancel me if I don't get it right. You know what I'm saying? Oh man. You know what? Other you got, uh, never mind. I am not gonna go anywhere with that. Early. But... <laughs> trying to get booted early. All right, listen. Uh, how are y'all? Seriously. Doing good. Doing all right. Doing. Uh, can't complain. Counting blessings. Cool. Really. Yes. Shit's hit the fan everywhere else, but I mean, <laughs> we're take, breathing. Take a trip. Anybody go anywhere? 
cool? The uh, supermarket. In Florida. <laughs> I'm actually in Florida. <laughs> oh, so you're out, you're out at the park. You went to the beach. I wish. <laughs> I'm not trying. I'm not trying to get the V, the COVID. No. Um, yeah, but I'm. I was supposed to be here on vacation. I my little place in London is <laughs> waiting for me to come back next week. So. Uh, oh yeah. Are you? When are you? Are you going back? I am traveling next week. I am nervous to all hell, but I'm prepared. You know, I'm prepared. Luckily, um, the airlines I'm flying on has got all these for guidelines Delta for the win. I'm going to go for that. Um, Detail in the building. But... I don't know if anybody really calls it that, but that's what I'm going to pull out like it's, like it's normal. <laughs> Of course. Yeah, but it's, you know, I, I'm nervous, but I got to I gotta do what I got to do. So go home, get my Wait, so where are you right now? I'm in Florida. I'm in Miami. Oh, oh. go on, T. <laughs> you guys should uh, not link up at all. Got the Southern you party know? going on right now. Oh, yeah. Lord. You know we do it right. We got the best governor in the world. Go <laughs> dirty, dirty. Hey, I just read, actually, that the, the, the uh, Georgia governor actually suspended driving tests for people trying to get their driver's license. What, is, what sense does that make? I don't know. Like I have to do that again. You can't. That's uh, not even. He's taking this very seriously, apparently. <laughs> Screw everything we've talked about all week. He's got to do it. Just all, all of this, all of this uh, forgiveness. Now, it's the same with down here. One of my homegirls is a dentist, and she said she has to do it. But everything else is like, you know, preparations and precautions and precautions. She's like, but that doesn't make sense. If we have to literally go inside people's mouths, why would, why, why are we like still going? We should still be waiting for that kind of situation. Yeah, it's weird. It's all weird. I'm not really sure what's happening. I will say that uh, the country's opening up faster than expected, and um, I'm very interested to see where this goes over the next, I don't know, what month. Three. I would say three weeks. I'd even. Maybe even two. I'll go two as far as to say two. No, it's going to be interesting here in Georgia next week. I'm saying, like, for us normal folks who are paying attention to the grand scheme of things, uh, I think the next month is really telling about what we're trying to do with that. Yeah, that's going to be interesting. A week in review. Um, has anybody, you, no one's been, you guys aren't. I drink apple cider vinegar. I was just making sure no one's drinking bleach. Or... Uh, <laughs> I, I, I thought about it. I pulled it out, then I realized. Okay, I think you do like one part bleach and like 10 part water. And I think like a drip. Be... You, yeah, you like, put a little drip. Just a little yeah. clean out your insides. Is that... Yeah, you know what I mean? It, but are we, are, are we drinking it? Are we like putting it up our nose? Are we putting no, it no, in no, our ears? Huff, like what's what's huff supposed Lysol. To... That's what you got to do. You got to oh. huff oh, Lysol. Oh, damn. I got huff, it wrong. You got to huff it. So also works in cocktails, you know, just throw it in your drinks that's and stuff. What, that's what I'm saying. I'm a bartender. I, want, see, I was just trying to I, mix it up with some juice. Look, my, my bigger issue is trying to figure out how to get all that that light into your body. Oh, oh how do you get the light into your body? That's what I want to know. Well, if you could fit in a microwave, that might do a little something, but I, uh, that's a pretty... Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. The actual science that they're at, that actually is a thing. <laughs> they're actually, that is actually what he was trying to talk about. Uh, the greatest analogy we keep bringing up is basically that Trump is that kid who didn't do, who didn't read the book and he's trying to do it. There's two things I know about this president that I don't mind saying. One, 
he paid his way literally to get his degree at Harvard or whatever it was. He he didn't go through. Uh, that's Wharton Business School to you, Wharton friend. Wharton Business. All right, Wharton and Business. <laughs> and two. Like Wharton hears a who. Two. He, he, he should be a rapper with all them lines he's probably doing before he goes to the presses. That's all I'm going to say after that. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. We're doing better than we've always done. We're doing, I'm the best. I'm the best at everything, and I don't even, stop talking. I'm just, we're the best. We're doing amazing. There's only one drug that does that. <laughs> Lord have mercy. Keep it above. We are the best. We are. Like, why is that even a, why is that even being content? No. Shouldn't be I would, I would, discussed. I would say we're the best. No, 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 no. At what? <laughs> we at the. I know, I know. Patriotism. Did you have, you guys ever see that show, The Newsroom, that was on HBO some years back? Best show ever. I remember I that. that. I meant to watch it. And uh, and Jeff Jeff Daniels was in it, and they, he played a news anchor. And someone asked him, you know, why why is the United States the greatest country in the world? And he said it's and after them pressuring him to finally give an answer, he finally like busted out. It's not. And went on a long rant about it. How about how it used to be? Which is funny to me because he's talking about the United States in like yesteryear. And I'm like, the United States in yesteryear is a fucked up place too. Why are we even talking about that? But anyway, yeah. It's it's a weird <laughs> thing. Living in Canada, I, I'm encountering lots of people who are just like, man, Americans just think America's the best, don't they? I'm like, I guess, yeah. I mean, <laughs> at, at one point we were. Uh, my passport. How dare you? <laughs> it's the same in the UK. Same in the UK. You hear it all the time. Oh, you Have you got a gun? Have you been shooting guns, mate? You got a gun, then? Yeah. If I hear another thing about Trump and guns, I'm going to shoot somebody. Wait, hang on. I couldn't bring it into the country. No, but. Oh, you're a little tired of Trump then, yeah? <laughs> But it was. It was the uh, only thing when I first moved there. Uh, Any time I brought up, yeah, or they caught the hints of my accent, it was. I would like to express the fact that if you notice, neither Track or I did try to mimic a British accent. So, uh, just want to point that out. Thanks. Because <laughs> you guys See, are bad. I have the ability. I've got the ability. I, I wouldn't say the ability. I'd probably say I've got a really oh, bro, I'm a strange way of approaching people. <laughs> That's people. 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 Speaking to my mum like this and speaking to my dad like this has. If you watch enough Doctor Who, you can cop a good accent, which is what I I do. Doctor Who is the one. Mm. I'm sorry. I like Doctor Who a lot. Bless you. No, I totally. Hold on, wait, 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 wait. You don't know how you don't know how deep it goes. In my for three for three years at the the last school that I was at in Las Vegas, I ran, um, as a teacher, uh, I was the, the faculty advisor for the Doctor Who Club. That is awesome. That's actually <clears> keeping that up. So, I'm, I'm just I like saying, the there, was, there was the Doctor Who Club. Well, so do I. <laughs> that was my first, the fourth Doctor was my Doctor. First one ever. <laughs> anyway, a lot of kids really like Doctor Who. A lot of nerdy kids really t- take to me as a teacher. So, of course, when they said, hey, can we do a Doctor Who Club? I was like, yeah, of course. And I didn't think they were serious, but they were. And so I ran the Doctor Who Club for three years. Well, I mean, you know what? That is under your belt. And I'm sure you had a hell of a time with that. Looks great on my resume. It does. I, I really thought that story was going to be a lot cooler. 
I was waiting. A lot of people, you know, I get that a lot. A lot of people are like, I thought you'd be a lot cooler. And I'm like, no, I'm sorry. No, you're cool. (laughs) I thought the story was going to be better. I think you're amazing. It just, you know, the story just was like, oh. We we were waiting for the explosions and the glitter to come down the screen. Oh, shit. You know, that kind of thing. I was just proving my Doctor Who credentials, but I thought that was, you know. I thought that was enough, too, but yeah. See, if someone had told me that they ran the Doctor Who Club at their school for three years, I'd be like, oh, that's cool. I'd be genuinely impressed. (laughs) And you know, uh, I'm sorry. So, so America, so. I mean, speaking of Doctor Who, all I can think of is the penguins in South Africa running around. Definitely, definitely. The rhinos in India, that one's wild. I'm looking forward back to wandering East London, going against my quarantine and seeing all the deer. Deer? There are deer taking over East London, yeah. Wait, 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 wait. Deer's more than those raggedy-ass foxes that run the streets? Oh, the foxes are... I can't imagine how the foxes have been going, but the, the deer, there's been video footage of these things taking uh, over and, and sheep and just, whales on roundabouts. A, oh, wow. But just, just, <laughs> just a small, small quick story real quick is literally, y'all know I had one of these legs not working so great and I was out in London uh, chilling out by Sophie and whatnot and on the way back in the middle of the night from, I think, maybe leaving from Stamina or whatever, all I heard was a bunch of crinkling going down that one street and oh. all of a sudden a dirty-ass fox went woof. My ass fell to the floor so hard because I couldn't move that I was just like, he's going to eat me. And then he just walked off and was like, what's wrong with this? Apparently they love pizza. They are all about pizza. They love pizza. People feed them in. You know what? How's the pizza in in England? Uh, Nah, let's skip that. Uh, Next question. (laughs) (laughs) I will. I'm genuinely curious. I'm going to know. The pizza is unless... Yeah, <laughs> you might as well ask. You might as well ask how good is the hamburger out there? It's the same goddamn. Oh, mm. oh, really? Is it that really? Byron, there's like burger chains that they try. They they do. You know, if you want yeah. a good burger, you got to come out pocket. Got to go hunting. But, and even yeah, even then, it's not. My girl works for Byron Burger. Their burgers are real good. Closest thing to American ones I've had. But I am gonna shout out. Chicken Express by my house. I'm sorry. People rant and rave about Morley's in Brixton. And Morley's is good. I'm not taking that away. But I have yet to have chicken wings at top. My four wings for a pound. Okay. Inflation. Four wings for one pound 50 now. And you're full. And they're spicy. And they're crunchy. And... Hold, but yeah, I'm just saying. I'm, I'm from Buffalo. Like saying that this place has like really good wings... Crunchy, crispy no, no, no. wings, like KFC-type wings. <laughs> That's where you go. No, Valiant has a point. All right. This All conversation right. is dedicated with a checkmate from the uh, from the Valiant one because... Yeah. You know, Being from mean, Buffalo, yeah. The Buffalo and the Buffalo wings, it all just... But I will They're chicken this. wings. They're chicken wings. They're not fucking buffalo wings. They're well, chicken we wings. Call, we know them as buffalo I know, wings. I know, I know, I <laughs> know. <laughs> so but funny. I will say, for someone who's from Buffalo... Yeah, he's, he's, he's on top of us today. This is, talking about wings, we're talking about Doctor Who. He's just saying, you know, ain't nothing, you know, get it but right. But I will say, it. it's true, it's true. But I will say, if you do want wings... Go to Chicken Express in Finsbury Park. Don't go Chicken to Eden's. It, it'll be the one that'll at least appease your palate while yeah. you're at home. For I anybody swear. listening from New York, I just want to say this. Chicken Express <laughs> is the equivalent of like royal fried chicken spots, but better. It's just a terrible truth. 
Hey, some of y'all laughing because I know late night we all been to the greasy, you know, the greasy hobby spot for the project. <laughs> you yes. know what I mean? Well, just think about that, but then think about what we're talking about, what's going on in London every time. Uh, oh, oh, God. Um, yeah. I would like to apologize to all of our listeners for talking about food you can't have right now. You can't I have mean, it. <laughs> yeah, they can. Yeah. I mean, they can, but they can't go. They can't go to Chicken Express. Go. Armani has a they very good like, point. Hold on, hold on. None of us getting Armani, Chicken Express for, for a while. Armani, you just got real loud. Like, you're the volume. Yeah, yeah. Like the volume you got to set the mic a little, a little better. Alcine. What up, Alcine? He said, tell Armani, turn his mic up. Turn your mic up, son. Wait, am mic I up. Low or am I low? Am I low? Said, me, you're very good. high. You're good. Oh, y'all <sighs> Oh well, yeah. I said, no, no, okay. So I'm loud to you. I see what I need to do. How that? I just need to put me up on. It's good the, to me. Yeah, so I'll put me right there. All the way over there. You might drown out of the conversation. Get a little closer, bro. Yo, relax. Be no, not. <laughs> Get your There's Janice. song <laughs> reference in there. Yes, thank yeah, you. Thank you, thank you. Just leave, just leave it. It's fine. No, I mean I'm <laughs> I'm coming in clear on the the channel, so so straight. Yeah, you, you sound good. So uh, <laughs> moving on. Express chicken was the talk, right? Express chicken was that? Yeah, you know that's that's what chicken. cats need to go for. They, there's no chicken express in London, so look for express chicken. You can find it. I'm sure there's an express chicken. So you skip, skip, you skipping that over Nando's? Yes. Oh no, I'd go to Chicken Express over Nando's any day. I'm sorry if God. it's not like an house from Miami. Now, Chicken Express was the start of many songwriting nights for me. It would get my wings, get my chicken burger, sit my butt down, put on beats, and get to writing. And it was yeah, it's a little the hook. most enjoyable things. You get to look a little hard in there, too. Yo, let me get, like, five wings and some things <laughs> on it. You know, everybody looking like this. Oh, he got, you know what he getting, what not. You know what I'm saying? You got to go <laughs> and let it be known. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, yo, it's don't always... make my shit over fucking fried, son. Space Funk, what's good? <laughs> Proper Chill, what's good? Golden Child, what's good? Alcine, oh, I heard you in the building. What's good? What's good? What's good? Y'all talking about some hood ass chicken. in the place yeah. to be. Hi, guys. Churches chicken. Shout out chicken. to Space Funk, no, chill, California. Chill out with the church's chicken talk. Nobody's eating. I mean, I eat it, but like, you can't put it in the Do conversation. You? I've never been to churches. <laughs> what? I, I, you know what? I ate churches through White Castle. That's about it. Yeah. I, so I right can't a, complain. I, churches and Popeyes were always last resort for me back over here. Whoa, whoa, there wasn't Publix chicken. Popeyes, yeah, Popeyes is the truth. I'm on Tasha's yeah. side. Like, I, I, order the I, chicken and the biscuit. Fan, the sides are trash, but but the chicken is phenomenal. Yeah, the chicken uh, is good. Spicy. When I was living in Vegas, and there was a churches, but it was real far away from me, and then so I'd do either Popeyes or I'd go Mexican style and go to El Pollo Loco. That place. Pollo Loco, I have yet truth. to go to. Oh, Pollo Loco is, is going that to take me with me. Put you on blast. Yes, yes. <laughs> I know entirely too many people in Cali to disrespect Pollo Loco. I mean, <laughs> why I, would I, you? I'm curious. Why I'm expressing you? curiosity. <laughs> why would you disrespect Just... Pollo Loco? The place is great. Yeah, totally. All the time. <laughs> I know nothing. I can't even say anything. I know nothing. <laughs> oh uh, my days! All right, so we, we don't talk about fried chicken and all this shit. Don't forget to mention the best fried chicken on the planet. And I might be in a fight after this, but I'm good. 
Uh, Bojangles, to me, no. hands down. Yo, shout to Golden Child. No. He know just what I'm talking about. Just because y'all got about. a connection. That <laughs> shit is trash. Mean? I'll take Popeyes over Bo, <laughs> Bo Hangles any day. I can't Bo- say I've tried Bojangles. Y'all better go Facebook to the Facebook has made a comment that I'll say yes. The fried chicken that we made was amazing. Track tried to get support from the chat. Nah, bro. Support. (laughs) (laughs) Them biscuits is like eating cement. (laughs) Them honey biscuits is fire. I was about to say, like, who's got the best biscuits then? Because as long as it's biscuits, I'm a happy girl. Popeye's Popeye's got the best biscuits. Popeye's. No, no. Popeye's biscuit ain't better than KFC's biscuit, man. Hi. I don't know. They're both. They're both. You need. You need a big, big, big drink. No, with those, just, with those put some dry ass. Uh, put some honey on them. Put some honey on them. Put some honey on them. It tastes like the desert to me, bro. I was like, oh hell no. Who said KFC? <laughs> don't even. Why is KFC in my chat? Get out of here, Golden Child. <laughs> Stop no. it. Doo-doo. I can't even find a KFC Ooh, down here right, in the South Golden anymore. <laughs> Doo doo. Doo-doo biscuits. I'd rather eat red oh lobster. Oh, it's doo-doo. Oh, biscuits. You guys, okay, all of these conversations that we've been having about chicken, I haven't been to not one of these spots yet. I haven't even had my Publix fried chicken since I've been oh, back yeah, in Miami. Tripping. All this quarantine madness. Yeah, you, you oh, I had Publix. We was cool with it. We had to yeah, live with it, so now. I didn't make any complaints. We had to Publix. Here's yeah. what Publix saves me on. No, Big Goods, number one. Any My sweet tooth loves them for sure. But more importantly, um, they make probably some of the best hoagies outside of the northeast oh, are we talking about supermarket superiority right now oh no oh it's it not public. what you mean it might be Publix is the one. Who's better than Publix? I hear good things about Publix. Wait, wait, wait! Oh, you can't sorry. talk if you ain't been here. What is that? No, no, no! I'm saying I've been to what? That's like comparing movies times, you haven't seen. Like <laughs> our body makes what the point. I am. What? What is it? I I misspoke. I've been to Publix a few times. All right. It's 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 nice. It's cool, but oh, it's Lord. not Wegmans. I'm sorry. Wegmans. It's not what? It's not Wegmans. Everybody's yeah. eight quality tonight. Is high quality right now. It's high no, level. Bugging. Wegmans that's like Wegmans, that's no, like comparing is, Wawa. Wegmans to is like Wegmans is like Wag- a, is like Disneyland for adults. Oh, it is like a pet store. No, it's, it's that a place. pet store. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised if they branched out into pets. I don't want to get my hoagie the same place they got puppies. My G, like that's not. <laughs> that's not. I mean, it depends on what kind of hoagie you want, really. What you, you mean? Know. There's only. There's, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I take my look. I'm from I'm, I'm from the Northeast, Philly, Jersey area. We take our hoagies very, very seriously. Uh, no, I we take a, we take our hoagies. We take our hoagies more important than the cheese thing, believe it or not. Yeah, that's true. Oh, I can agree with that. Yeah. Cheese cheese steaks are gross anyway. Oh, okay. it's over. I said it. I said it. Ladies the and gentlemen, done. The show yeah. is done. He gonna be real mad when that flyer come out next week and it's just me and track. <laughs> <laughs> it's, just, it's just a cheesesteak in front of my face. <laughs> yeah. What are you talking oh, about? I cannot believe you like just disrespect the cheesesteaks, buddy. Are you serious? Yeah, I don't like them. I'm sorry. No, look, do I know. No, you don't look, like them. I understand. Wait, wait, wait. What did, wait. Love them. I just don't like them. Where'd you get? I... No, no, no. It's not that I didn't get. The... It's just like, okay, for instance, do not like onions. Like okay. That. Neither do I. Don't like onions. I've grown the them, but I don't want them in my cheesesteak. Do not really love, and this is this is my fault. I don't. I'm really not a love fan cheese. of Jim's Golden Child. Sorry. Go ahead. 
I don't really love cheese like that either. I like what? a little itty bitty bit of cheese. I put cheese not... in my cereal. I don't... <laughs> cheese I, I, is amazing. I know. I know. I, I, I'm, I, I'm <laughs> Sophie. I'm joking. She, she goes that's, like, that's what? A stretch. No, you do. I'm over here like sprinkle it over. Oh, oh, you do. Unfortunately, just, just, like, like Parmesan. Put some, Parmesan put a little plan. mozzarella <laughs> in my Lucky <laughs> Charms, <laughs> like <laughs> gangster. That Lucky Charms is flames. A little pecorino on his honey nut cereal. Oh lord, bro. Y'all got me. We're talking crazy mixes now. I'm just thinking about the banana mayonnaise sandwiches Trick Daddy used to talk about see that's oh. that's gross and i'm that's hood shit and i ain't mad at that but cheese 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 is when you've expanded your palate and you've stepped out i know the hood look, i know i know it is a, it is a... <laughs> like you ever have goat cheese with hot pepper jelly like are you serious bro you, you need to get on my level i'm not saying i don't like cheese i just don't like cheese that much okay so why don't you take it's like not, a mild it's not about cheese. that cheese smothering the whole ordeal see if there. i could make my own cheesesteak i would go there but people do not make cheesesteaks in a way that i would want it made okay so let's put I'm this just do you aren't like... you, wait aren't you a chef don't you cook Valian? aren't you no. no he's a barber no, I'm a, bar- I'm a teacher and a barber. Like that, yeah, I don't cook. Cooks I don't, where I'm did like I? Outside. Functional in the kitchen, and that I don't usually burn things. Mm. Usually, oh, that's a plus. There's a lot that can be said about that. He's co- most people- I, mean, I, I mean, I do sometimes, but He's not usually. <laughs> cooking hair. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Lord, no. Lord, Lord, Lord. Look. Someone's <laughs> <laughs> talking about smoke Gouda in the chat room. I'm all about that. Yeah, Christy smoke Lina. Gouda, some feta. You even extra, even if you want to go like your normal cheeses, you still want to get like an extra, extra, ch- extra white cheddar, extra sharp white cheddar. Like, but anyway, on a cheesesteak, you need to try like a provolone with pizza sauce. Maybe you got to set up the Valiant mm. tour, bro. You need some. Uh, also. Pizza. Can I follow along? Because, I mean, I'm hungry already. <laughs> right. I had a huge dinner, so I'm straight. And so I was like, yeah, we can keep doing this if you want. But um... <laughs> Wait a minute. Right. Let me ask you a question, man. Do you, okay. will, will you or do you enjoy Canadian foods? As far as like any of it. Cooking, <laughs> You know, oh fuck! Yeah, poutine. Yeah, yeah. But the thing is, the, the cheese because that's like such a rude word. No, no, no. Yeah, no, I was cheese, like, are we allowed to talk about that on not, here? The cheese and poutine is not like it's different. It's like rubbery. Yeah, it's, it's like, like I know, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, squeaky. Like, yeah, because yeah. cheese curd. <laughs> Y'all messing like with that thing. rubbery poutine? Hey, hold on. One second. It is. Let's clear it something is. up. Ayo, hey, arrow. I said. <laughs> Provolone oh, with pizza sauce, not provolone with cheese sauce. That doesn't even make sense. That's too much. You see how skinny I am? If I was eating provolone with cheese sauce, I was going to name somebody specific, but we'll move on. Anyway, so. <laughs> Poutine. Yeah, we'll get back to that. My bad. Poutine. I'll work it too hard in the comments. Oh, then. Poutine. What's up with that poutine? Poutine. <laughs> oh man that should hit oh, different oh jeez that's golden alright so so yeah I mean, so alright you were going to ask me a question track what were you going to ask me I think I already asked it was about Canada he wanted to know about your poon poon oh that's experience. right yeah yeah, yeah on yeah. the poon the team uh, yeah some, okay so some Cana- this, this oh. Canadian food but I'm not I mean if you want to get like real deal Canadian a lot of the real deal Canadian shit is in Quebec, and I'm not really familiar with their. Yeah, I never. I think I've been once to Quebec, but it was like yeah. in and out. We didn't get a chance I'm, to really. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not super familiar with their. With their. What's the word I'm looking for? Uh, 
Thank you, thank you. Wow. That's I will say this. Right I will hey. say this about Canadian food, and this might be just me as a New Yorker. It feels very textbook and to the point how they make their stuff there. You know what I mean? It's what it is, and that you know, there's no leaning, there's no smothering. It's what it is, and that's that. And I don't know. I'll, I'll always say this: the Food Network is, I think, actually based in Canada. Oh, and so, what that like mean? A lot of the, what's that? <laughs> what that mean? I'm saying is like so. A lot of the things that you see, uh, like chopped, for instance, uh, they have what? a chopped. The, the chopped. 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 You watch yeah, chopped. chopped. I, right. I had something else. Sorry, I have All right. So they, they have a they have chopped Canada. Calm down, they, they show both of those up here, on the Food Network, um, and on Chopped Canada, you'll see them do like kind of more traditionally Canadian things. It seems like Canadian chefs do all sorts of shit. I mean, it's not, I don't no, think they get uh, down. I think they get down, <laughs> but like there's certain twists and turns. Like, you know, there's a reason why New York pizza is New York pizza. Even like the, yeah. um, the Chinese food up in, uh, for my, even the West Indian food, from my experience, has, it doesn't have that, that certain curve that I guess what I'm used to. <clears throat> you know what I mean? Um, well, yeah. well, yeah, but you, it's not that it's bad. It's not bad at all. It's to the point. It's good. You know what I mean? I got a I've dope noticed, ass Nigerian spot out there. I've yeah. noticed diff- I've noticed big uh, variances in terms of like cities. So like you go to Toronto, almost all the food I've had in Toronto is like has been amazing. You get to Hamilton, like about forty five minutes away, the food starts to dip. <laughs> you know what I mean? Even though there's a lot of there's a very very big like like say uh, uh, Thai. Indian food. There's a lot of Thai and Indian people in Hamilton, but for some reason, I haven't really had any good Thai or Indian food in Hamilton. Mm. And you know what I mean? I don't know what it is. It's just yeah. But it's well, small Hamilton's country, man. It's slow, man. Almost out there, right? Like, I mean, London, Ontario. Like London, Ontario. Yeah. No, Hamilton's getting. You know why? Because people can't afford to live in Toronto anymore. So okay. they're all yeah. like moving up, moving, north, so to speak, moving hey. anywhere else. So they're moving yeah. down to Hamilton. They're moving to. All these surrounding cities because Toronto right. is so fucking expensive now that it just, you know. It's a whole new world out there. I haven't been back in ages and I need to. So I got family out there. So it's Drake, Drake's yeah, phone. Man. Did it's you see a... Drake's house in Architectural Digest? No, yeah, I totally pulled up Architectural Digest. No, it was, dude, it was like on. Uh... Since the last we spoke. <laughs> Don't be an ass. No, I was just, <laughs> I'm telling you, I finished both episodes of Westworld and was like, oh, shit, you know what we should do? <laughs> oh, I got I to gotta catch up on Westworld. Hold on, before we get into Westworld. Uh, I haven't watched no, Westworld, on, but it was like, Well, I'm going to tell was, the entire like season. It was CNN News. So, like, it, was on, it was on news sites and shit, like Drake's Yeah, house, he had something it's up ready. That, Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, this place is like, it's, uh, first of all, you think, you might think that it would be super gaudy. It's mm-hmm. not. It's actually, like, this really classy look and it looks like he lives in a place that's 200 years old almost and was has been recently renovated to look amazing and oh where, the inside's where crazy about... i didn't see the outside he showed the inside in two separate videos which was where kind yeah of whereabouts reflects. was it where, whereabouts is it do you know uh i hear it's like in the city i don't know where oh. I, everyone else seems to know i have maybe, no fucking maybe north side somewhere i'm guessing all right but it's uh yeah man this place is is pretty incredible so if you go to architecturaldigest.com it's got a picture gallery of like his house, and it's like the most insane thing. The most oh, insane man. thing. It's gonna upset me. I'll go back to my damn little box in London. That dude is, <laughs> the little dude is so rich. Studio. Man. I just, 
Yeah. I mean, you know, he, he he did his thing, man. So I guess he did. He saved his chips, made it seem, you know, and then did his thing. So no, I, I don't. I'm, yeah. I don't blame him. I'm just saying. It's it's just it's pretty incredible. All right, Westworld. Oh no! What are you guys going to say that I don't want to hear right now? I'm because not going. I'm not going to spoil it. A, yeah, I don't spoil anything ever. I'm not going to spoil it, but I'm enjoying the season way more than I'm enjoying the second season. Both of them combined. The first season. It's better than the first season. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I think leaving Westworld was the best thing that Westworld ever did. Really? I thought it was over after that, but yeah, that's nope. good to know. No. Well, yeah. The, 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 the core, the core, the core concept around Westworld, and what the people who in the in the story when they created Westworld, when they created the hosts, what they're right. trying to do is it has, can be expressed in so many different ways. And leaving Westworld is how you can see it more clearly. Absolutely. Um, I knew within the first two episodes that the season was already better than the first one. Because the second season kind of dipped. I liked it. I liked it more than most, to be honest with you. Um, but this season is legit. I've had multiple conversations about how the season finale is going to go, and every single person I talk to has a different outlook on it, and they're all plausible and very interesting. Unfortunately, I can't elaborate on it because none of y'all seen it. Nope, nope. I've heard of that show. It's fine. I heard of it too. What is it? <laughs> Westworld sounds like a Western flick. Is it? <laughs> I mean, it's Netflix, isn't it? No, it's HBO. Yeah, it's Shit, HBO. Even better. <clears throat> yeah, if no it idea. if it was Netflix, we'd have watched all of it already. <laughs> HBO out here baiting us. They wanted the last to do it right now. Yeah. I mean, Showtime does it too, but you know, Showtime don't really. Count. What's on Showtime? Showtime been busting HBO ass on the low, but I don't know if y'all been paying attention to the quality shows on Showtime. Why? Wow, what's on Showtime these days? Shameless, Billions, uh, uh. Black Sunday with uh with Don Cheadle is amazing, and uh, one more uh, 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 Homeland. Those are like banging. Oh, I've heard Homeland's really good. Banging, like for amazing. real banging. The track is in tune with the people today. Look at that. Homeland you know, popped up right when they said it. I'm proud oh, of you, Lord. man. You have you have come a long way since we started, and that's <laughs> this, is, this is lag like that, you know. Yeah, you know, well, you, know <laughs> you don't even see my, these responses to, until trying to keep the copper <clears throat> full. You know what I mean? You know oh, I mean? you drinking a mule? You know it. Man, I don't know we, if any of you guys watch. I swear to God, watch, our uh, families are basically. I don't know related. if you guys watch Prime Video at all. Anyone? No. I, got I just canceled it. I had it. Very, very specific. I got the boys on decks. There is a very good show on that called Tales from the Loop, and I got three episodes in, and it's trippy. It's kind of. Kind of Twilight Zone-y, kind of, I don't know. It's like a little Twilight Zone, a little little sprinkling of Stranger Things, but it's not like a scary thing. It's just, it's weird. But it's cool. I got three episodes in, and it's kind of like an anthology series, but it all takes place in the same town, mm. and a lot of the same people are in all the episodes. But, like, it's it's interesting. You should check it out if you get a chance. I just keep cool. thinking of watching Tales from the Crypt when I was a kid. <laughs> I used to love that show. I used to love that show. Tales oh, of the Crypt. They should bring that back somehow. I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm sure they it? will. Black Mirror is, is killer, and this new one that Katz is talking about with all these weird stories. Black Mirror wait, wait, is wait, scary wait, wait, now. Wait. It is too accurate. There's a new. There's a, I'm so wait. shite with television. There's, I know. I know all these names and haven't watched any of it. There's a new, wait. Damn it. There's a new. There's a new Black Mirror. No, no. There's a something uh, like uh, Black Mirror. There's Black nothing Mirror. like Black Mirror. Don't yeah, stop. No, that. no. No, there is, is something pretty like good. Isn't there yeah. like an offshoot show of Black Mirror, though? 
I can't remember the name. Oh, I'm not going to get up to find out. Are you saying the the Black Mirror that is now? Yeah, yeah like, I, think, I thought there was like a, like, it was like a not like a spinoff, but for those you know, for like those who don't know, I'm a, I am a, I am a Black Mirror fanatic, even though the last season was trash. So basically, oh, what man. happened? It was. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I'm here to tell the truth. You know what I'm saying? I'm gonna give the people the real. We need like a uh, hate button in here. Yeah, <laughs> hate, hate, hate. As I sip on my soda, I'm sure somebody spit in. Oh, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I hate you. Oh, I hate you. Um, anyway, so. <laughs> Um, you cool Fuck you I'm out <laughs> Alright so The first four episodes That you see I think it's actually Five episodes But I always tell people To skip the first episode Because that shit's trash uh, But the first The next four episodes Were actually all shot um, In the UK And oh. it did well But it got cancelled And then And then um, Netflix picked it up And decided to run them all But when they did that They made White Christmas And four episodes Of their own <clears throat> So and you can tell the writing kind of switches when you get past those first four episodes. And then White Christmas is a masterpiece. It's an hour long, but the storytelling is so good. It feels like two hours of two separate. It's fantastic. If you haven't seen it, go check it out. So the first and second season were really dope. The third season was okay. Then that Bandersnatch thing came in, which I thought was a cool idea. Um, uh, yeah. The execution was I, That's kinda... what I was talking about, the Bandersnatch thing. Yeah, I Bandersnatch... still didn't watch it, but I didn't watch it because I just didn't have the time really. But I'm, I got it somewhere lined up for later. I'm going to tell you, um, if you're going to watch it, watch it on an iPad. Okay, perfect. Messing with a controller or a remote, it's it's too much. A little tougher. Also, um, I'm one of those people, like, if you if I watch something like that, I want to explore all the options so I don't get upset when I keep seeing the same thing over and over again. And if that bothers you in any shape, form, or fashion, don't bother watching it because you're going to hate it. No, I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. After that... Oh, Bandersnatch is like that choose-your-own-adventure type thing, right? Pretty right. much, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Right. I Which, used to like those books when I was a kid. Exactly, and that's why I thought, that's why I liked it, because it took me back to that. It was like, oh, shit, this is basically a choose-your-own-adventure in video form. And I thought the technology of doing that was cool and the innovation. Did it deliver on a story? Not as much as I would have liked, but that's fine. <laughs> neither, neither did choose your own adventure. Yes, <laughs> right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You weren't really there. You were there for the ride. You weren't really there for the particulars and shit. So, um, I, think, I think they actually got sued because of that. Because it was just like choose your own adventure. And I think they, how can you somebody say? involved, I don't know. I think Somebody involved, I think maybe with publishing the, the original books, sued them they for ripping off the concept. Yeah. Oh, if they stole the concept, it's one thing. But I don't think you can sue for choosing. Like, you can't. I don't know if they were, I didn't say they were successful. I'm just right. saying I oh, think yeah. they actually the old tried thing. to, at the very least. If Fortnite is out here making money off of everybody else, then, exactly. <laughs> then Black Mirror is doing just fine. And yes, Arrow, I watched all the endings, every single one of them. It took a minute, but I got to. <laughs> hey, we was on the road. I was high. I mean, yeah, no, I was high. Um, <laughs> Had to be a decent road trip, I'm going to say, too. Yeah, I mean, you know, it was in a, between shows, sitting in the Hell road. yeah. I mean, I'm over here wishing, like, I'm, I'm, I'm feeling like a fish out of water. I have not watched Shite. What do you I'm watch? Like, She's like, oh I've been working. Oh, like, time for I mean, sorry. Um, I've actually I listen to like mixes all day and I fucking right. Or I'm honestly, if I do watch any form of television, I'm watching like DCI Banks and all those dra- crime dramas with my mum. 
okay. <laughs> She's enjoying the law and orders of the get. Of the yeah, world. things like yeah, things of that nature. But I mean, I just do it because it's like, oh, mom's watching it. All right, I'll watch it. I don't really. Lord, I mean, the last series I actually watched was just for a joke with Aaron. Was Big Mouth? That shit is hilarious. Shout to the man, Space Funk. Space Funk somewhere in the building. Yeah. Big Mouth. That's the, is Big Mouth the animated one on Netflix. It is. It's gross. That shit is it's, fucking hilarious. It's disgusting and it's absolutely I hilarious. It's really I funny. was in tears. <laughs> <laughs> the end of it's way show. funnier than I was expecting it to be. It's way funnier than I was expecting yeah. it to be. It was good. I'll give it that. It's really good. I mean, yeah. <laughs> talk about hormone monsters and people going crazy. It just, <laughs> it's inappropriate as all hell, but things that go in there, it's the one-liners that are dropped yeah. that just make you like, oh, Lord, <laughs> what yeah, is this? Yeah, it's a good show. Uh, I just it's I... one of those. She basically called us bums. <laughs> She's like, I'm productive. Yeah. I listen to music. I'm getting shit done. But I mean, even then, I'm sitting here listening to all these <laughs> random old mixes, and I can't even. I, I There's only certain tunes and certain things that I could actually even name. It's like I could tell you, you know, the classic mixes that I've listened to, like the chemistry ones from her um, homage party that was at Village Underground last year, and like a lot of the Sun and Bass mixes and things like that. And there's. Um, I love mixed cloud, even though it's kind of pissed a lot of us off recently. But why? Why? Certain... What? Huh? What makes it? Why? How is mixed cloud? Sorry. A lot of slow. people with the whole um the mixed cloud selects now, and like I understand oh, people gotta yeah. make their money. You can't re you can't rewind so much anymore. You only get a certain amount of times. You yeah. can't. You can't. Well, even in the UK, want... it's like that because I remember oh, I was mate. so happy to even see a rewind button when I got to Europe. Oh, like, oh, no, I can rewind now. out of it? What? They've they rebranded it. They brought out a new logo and everything. I don't know if you guys have noticed if you have that. Yeah, the new logo is fucking shit. I it, can't stand it. I they're mean, they're pretty much telling you you got to move to Asia now to get the rewind button. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And you can't even get the tracklist unless you take through it, too. It's just so some American like... shit we're doing right now. <laughs> we hate Mixcloud. Why? They changed the logo. They changed the logo. I can't. That's I that can't new money do. talk right there, y'all. <laughs> totally, totally. I, I will say but... though, visual visual interface type shit, and the logo doesn't have to do with that, but visual interface type shit it's huge. does matter. Oh, big time. Yeah. For sure. Now, oh, so how, so how soon do you think it'll be before Mixcloud changes their interface? Because I'm praying I think it's that coming. it's not yeah, I've I got can to see be it the happening. most boring interface out of all the street of all platforms. Oh yes, it's, it's oh brutal. my god, it's I was like, this is making this is making people happy. It's like no, almost it's like, terrible. It's a wanted a Facebook were, look almost. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, god. and people were commenting saying they loved the change, and I, you know, I'm all a no. I love I the new logo. I, <laughs> I can't stand it. I thought it was lazy. I just yeah, you know, I'm still you, on SoundCloud too. Yeah, me too. Yeah, SoundCloud. Yeah, so I've been South kind of SoundCloud. going back and forth. SoundCloud. But SoundCloud with their advertisements. It's like, well, when did that happen? Well, I gotta, but, yeah, I gotta but it's not that. They're not People that People gotta long. make money. I mean, <laughs> yeah, it's that. And also just the fact that they want to keep that show alive. And you know what? I'll give them even more props. Having people and artists who are listening, you can now officially set up your uh, support you know, box up in there, so you, know, you have followers and friends or whatever. They're getting they better. Support you in there, you know, and that's a dope look. I think, you know what I mean. So, uh, yeah, I thought that was really, and also like what's going on later today. Well, I mean later tomorrow with Bandcamp again opening up the the, uh, the direct money again. So all money that you every 
project you buy on Bandcamp goes straight to the artist and not to Bandcamp for yep. the whole day of Friday. So that's yeah. a good one. That's amazing. Twice. It's the second time they've done it. Since, yeah, that's since really the pandemic about. started. They're, they're on point. They've always been on point, but they're just they're flexing now. <laughs> I wish, I wish, I do wish that Bandcamp uh, would do something to change up their interface because I will say, like, when you go they to Bandcamp, it. it is. They just changed it. Yeah. Like for the, de- for, the des- for the desktop or for mobile? The, des- the dashboard and everything's all flipped around a little bit. I got to because it myself, so. Because if it was like more like listener friendly, like user friendly, where people could explore easier i just feel like when you go to an artist page like if you don't have a clue like you won't be able to get to that artist other shit sometimes or i don't know it just makes it weird it's just it's it's kind of now if 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 we want to go a little deeper they now sort of have a thing where uh you can do the artist page that you're going to can now have recommendations so you that can set up a link into the artist that sets up a link into other artists and um, I thought that was pretty cool for them to have that little uh, bridge there. The only thing that I want to try to get into is cool. projects outside of my account. I just want to have them linked to my account just to right. start yeah. the on the page. I don't know how to do that. I'm not sure if they do it, but I'll look into it rather than try to re-download and just throw records up. With, you know, I don't want to like, do it like that. Like, I don't think I don't think Bandcamp should operate like the way SoundCloud or like Pandora operate, but if there's a little bit more of that, like a little bit, oh, you can discover some artists or whatever. Yeah, I think that would be would be pretty cool because I would like to see more people using Bandcamp. I well, mean, not it, just you know, not just people who are interested in supporting the artists, but right. casual type listeners. No, there's a Bandcamp radio. You know what I mean? Well, there and, is. Yeah, there really, is. I did not yeah, know. About that. When I uh, back in 2013, when I did something, uh, we did something exclusively for Bandcamp. Shouts to Mark Mack and Bus Crates and all y'all cats. And um, yeah, they played our stuff on our radio show, man. You know, they literally played to the surroundings. And from what I'm hearing, they have like a nice Bandcamp following that listens to these uh, artists that are along the uh, the accounts and people go to <clears> them <throat> after the show. See, I wish we could get the like the audience, the drum bass audience, not the not the DJs, not even though the DJs and producers are half the audience. <laughs> um, I would just wish that we could get like the people, the people that go to Hospitality Park, people that go to Sun and Base that are just fan, purely fans, or you can get more of them invested in using Bandcamp as opposed to Spotify or as opposed to Apple Music. You know what I mean? Well, like, that's a good there's some, there's that's like inventions against inventions, though. So, you know, yeah, no, no, I know. I'm saying, yeah, yeah, you know, it's just that I, I, I don't want the unison. I want somebody to say that they're looking out for the artist the best, that way everybody else follows. And um, mm. right now, in my opinion, Bandcamp seems, if you get your Bandcamp popping, it's like having a website in that respect, you know what I mean? Oh, there, there, there are plenty, plenty of artists who work strictly, STS9 works strictly off of Bandcamp. Mm. Yeah, I can see that. Does, a lot yeah. of artists- but STS9, though, has, are they able to they're one of those artists that they're able to forge their own path. They're able to, but you should build all be, it and they will come. That's the well, goal. Yeah, of. yeah that's all how it starts. Though, like yeah, I understand that. But like what yeah. I'm saying is, like they put in years of groundwork. No, no, no. See, that's the that's the mentality we need to get away from. And we got to talk about. I brought this it. Up here. 
no, 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 no. This is a quick thing, and and I need to practice this myself. So I'm not going to sit here and talk like I'm an expert because everybody knows my social media numbers do not reflect what I do. So like, I need to work on that myself. But I I've been I've been reading something. I'm sure you guys have probably already heard of, and and feel free to interject. It's the the thousand true fan perspective. It's better to have a thousand true friends than um just a giant number like a million followers on Facebook. If you had a thousand true fans that'll subscribe to what you do and and consistently do then you're gonna you're gonna survive better than just having a bunch of numbers that don't mean anything and that's what basically you're doing i agree with that so when you have a band camp and you can tune into people and consistently give them something that's why things like patreon and this twitch situation like if you can continuously have it but patreon's good because it's a subscription service which uh, you can have them pay a certain amount for certain tiers and as long as those certain people if you get a thousand people who would do that for you as opposed to so a if you get million followers, right? Exactly. <laughs> if you get a hundred, uh, no, 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 I'm just saying, I was literally just using the the number in yeah, there. No, 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 I know. I get you it. get a hundred. You get a you get a hundred people who, you know, will spend well, twenty right, bucks a month this, on you. Like this is leading what? into like a whole another conversation of like the real, the truth of the the fact of the matter is, it's just artist speaking. Because I could bring everything in, but just artist speaking. It's mostly the, the, the fear of putting yourself out there and not, and maybe, you know, not, I think, I think the fear of putting yourself out there is almost bigger than the failure or the, or the not so failing moment that might happen. Because everybody wants to be able to go there and everybody hates to go and say, yo, you know, Jay-Z at one point was selling CDs out of his car downtown Brooklyn. You know what I mean? That took a lot of pride for a man. You know what I'm saying? And it starts... You just build these momentums. You know, there's going to be a CD he passes out and somebody's going to come back to him while he's back at that corner going, yo, I just listened to your CD. That shit is dope. My God, yo, please, man, keep me a more update. You know, get all the information. That dude's going to tell his friends and they're going to tell their friends. And before you know it, you created something amazing. You know, like I'm always like in awe of like a most deaf or quality who always seem to have a strong 500 following, no matter where they go, wherever they perform, they are automatically bringing in five to a thousand people that are just there for them. You know what I mean? Yeah, they're on it. They're on it too. Talib, Talib especially, man. Talib was always ahead of the curve as far as promotional. uh, Talib, actually, he mentions that every now and then in the podcast. Talks about how like he's a working class MC, and that's like always has been real thing. Like you're not you're not superstar, not superstar status. Right. You're not like Drake, but like I get, but the thing is, like, it's kind of like the, it gets into like the, if you're on a really big record label and you sell a million copies, as this is back in the day, by the way, yeah. uh, as opposed to being on an independent label or your own label and you sell 10,000 copies, there's a good chance you're making the same amount of money. And yeah. it's kind of, it's kind of the same type of thing. And it's, it, it, it all boils down to the same shit when you're touring. Like, bigger is not always better. More, more audience is not always going to translate. Well, to right. a better living so it's it, well, anyway it, it, i'm it, getting it's into back weeds. to it's back but that's back to what do you want out of this like exactly what whatever your goal is set you're, you're really not going to bother about this or that you're just going to be set on what you're after and um that kind of just keeps you humble at the same point because you're still chasing it and all these other things are coming along with it sometimes you know what i mean and you know, I was I'm also one of a big dude that doesn't really want to know what's in the next man's pockets because it's not my pockets. Ever. I hung out with Redman, I hung out with Kevin Lyles, I hung out with name name your artists. I've been at their houses, Cisco House in, when he was in Jersey. 
I've been at all these things. And the one thing that always hit me when I was at these cats houses is that the house is not mine. You know what I mean? At the end right. of the day, this is somebody else's place. This is this is this is uh this this Benz I'm in with Redman. That's his Benz. You know what I'm saying? Uh, the man gave me a lift to Staten yeah. Island one time. Yo, thank you, G. You know what I mean? He ain't had to do that. That's him looking out for me. And that's the kind of uh, idea that you have. You got to have a bit of an entrepreneurism, I guess. And at the same time, just have the drive and the passion and the goal. Because yes, the music game, everybody gets laughed at. Every artist, especially in America, gets laughed at. You Dude, you can't, you can't, you can't have I mean, somebody gonna... else's. You can't have somebody else's goal be your goal. You know what I'm saying? Like you gotta no. know. And 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 if you are not prepared for failure in any shape, if you can't handle failure, then the business of art is not for you. Then you need to jump out the game. Point but that's period. the thing too. Speaking on artists in between, you know, back in the day when you were a part of a label, the label was working with you. They were pushing you. Now artists such as you know, I don't know if any of you've seen, but Maya, yeah, Maya, she. Maya's still going strong. Yeah. I found her randomly. Still, She popped up in my Instagram feed. I used to love all of her joints when I was younger. And I'm seeing now, she she got tired, tired, tired of all the record label madness, the people trying to pigeonhole her. She is successfully doing her own independent thing. She's still doing her shows. She's got her own label. She's got her own health and wellness thing. Like That is that entrepreneurial spirit that I gather what you're discussing, T, mm -hmm. yeah, in the yeah, sense that... Artists now, labels, they're struggling. They're struggling to credit this 360 deal. I mean, unless you're like Jay-Z or somebody, that deal is not going to help anybody but the label. Well, the 360 deal only works if you're about the size of Jay-Z or a Prince or a Madonna. That's it's where the true. 360 deal mostly works and benefits everybody in the circle. If you don't, if you don't reach those goals within the contract, then yes, these guys are going to still take a lot out. But if the artist, if the artist is going to benefit in the 360 deal, he has to, you know, make it happen, happen. Yeah, and, uh, it's like the Beyonces, the Jay Zs, the Drakes. I'm sure they are all golden with 360 degree deals. But yeah. people that are just coming up, it's, it's not going to happen. I mean, I'm so hold on, sure. wait, wait, hold on, wait. Let's back for for both my for both my ignorance and that of anyone who is watching, listening to this right now. 360 deal is what? A 360 deal is pretty much the label doing everything for the audience. Right, so like getting a piece of the gigs, getting a piece of the merch, getting a piece of like pretty much everything, right? Pretty everything. much, pretty much. Yeah. And yeah. that only works if you have a very strong establishment. And you know what? Let's be honest. There's a few artists that may be under the, under the, uh, the bar a bit, and they're willing to take that risk to see if they reach a course. that Because that, uh, they know once they get here, it's all right. They're still going to take their percentage, but at least I got this. You know what yeah. I'm saying? And, Something and to fall back on. For some heads. And, you know, the pros and the cons is you're with a label that's pretty much out to go. You know what I mean? And most labels can tell you how much you're going to make anyway. They always have like an idea of how much you would sell. And most of the times they're right, believe it or not. I don't know how, but that comes with experience. But yeah, when you're going out there and, 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 and you, um, you're getting these deals, yes, they, they just, Pretty much, they're taking what they feel they put, which is pretty much more than the artist put in financially, because the artist is going to them because of the investment to get to the next plateau. I won't mention the name real fast, and I'll just uh, slow down after this. A good artist friend that we all know in here, we watched him over the years. He's been on a whole bunch of dope ass labels and drum and bass, and and, and uh, I noticed that every time he does something on a uh, on a on a solo level that uh, 
he, he, he may not do the same numbers, but the numbers are like this. What that tells me quietly is that he's growing his fan base by getting to these other uh, labels who are up here giving him the view. And there's a few people who like the song or like him and they follow him. And now when he says, I'm doing this, some of those following come over and catch him. So it may, you know, let's just say 20,000 people was uh, seeing your video and maybe 10,000 really follow you now on whatchamacallit. And then when you drop your album, 5,000 people bought your album. You know, those are successful numbers for a dude. Yeah, na nowadays, though, if anybody, pretty much anybody gets 5,000 people to buy their album, that's like fucking big. Now, you can do it, brother. <laughs> you can do it! No, but, but, you know. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's, but that's the number one that a lot of people fail to do. Yeah, you've got to ultimately, number one rule, you've got to read that contract. You have got questions and you're not sure, ask somebody. But right. a lot of these people do jump into these situations and all of a sudden it's like, Oh, what do you mean I have to stay in there for five years? What do you mean I owe you 30 songs? I'm not going to give you 30 fucking songs. Like, it's, you got to read. You got to read the contract. It's so true. I had my mic muted. Yeah, oh, you were trying to talk? <laughs> <laughs> you were trying to say something? Dropping gems in the silence. Hey, so Sophie, man, let me, uh, let's, let's talk about you for this next half hour coming up here and what you've been going through and your, your travels. I kind of want to hear the Sophie story from Florida to UK and what the future lies. So let's just talk about the Florida scene and how much you've been, you've been part of that scene right now. Give, give us a little Lord. tour through that. Lord, it feels like it's been so long. I mean, honestly, I, you know, I first heard drum and bass or what I thought was drum and bass back visiting my grandparents when I was really young. And I believe now, having lived in London as long as I have, I've realized, I think what I heard was Acid House. Or no, not Acid House, it was Hardcore. Excuse me. Hardcore, I have, okay. I love Acid House all day. But I believe what I heard was more Hardcore. Hence probably why, you know, Prodigy was kind of one of the first groups that oh, I really Prodigy. picked up on Damn. when I was younger. I really yeah. loved them. But I didn't even realize what they were. The beats just caught me. And then, so once high school kind of hit once just before i hit, i was in middle school when a couple of my homeboys introduced me to drum and bass and at the time miami you know has always been popular for it's miami bass like all the you know yeah. uncle luke uncle al all the 69 boys you know Ooh, that whole Gloria estefan was the shit yeah oh my god I like and all, yeah come on man you know. all of that and um you know as i got older i i was more into hip-hop but once i came into contact with these Friends of mine, they were the ones, um, shouts to like my boy Z Don, you know, Cody, oh, and Lamar, and all of Frank. Yeah, Trigon out there. You know, that, that, that was like the crew that I kind of grew up with. He's and okay. Found... No, I'm just hey, but, yeah, he's okay. <laughs> Is he listening? No, no, no I'm just talking. Uh, go on. Fam, but um, it, it's like, 
thinking back, I went to go see, I believe it was LTJ Bookamon Conrad for my first time at what was IO Lounge, which used to popping off all the time. And I, I had no idea who they were, but I thought they were amazing. You know what I mean? Right. And um, come, I, I would practice at houses. My homeboys were always practicing MCing, and I kind of wanted to jump in too. And eventually they kind of got me in there, but I was singing more over it. Mm-hmm. And um, around 2006, I started breaking, and they no, were B-boys as well. Stop right there. I just want to say to y'all, what she just said should blow all of you guys' mind because y'all have not seen her up rock. And I'm always blown away by that every time I see her put it in work. And it's not, it's not a game. It's not a game. I'm so rusty. You know what I mean? No, it's really not a Bless game. Bless you, T. So Thank cool. you. You know what I mean? It, so, yeah. I do. I miss that. And um, I kind of was brought into breaking because my boys were breaking at drum and bass parties. And not to keep dragging that on, but once I went to uh, Miami Dade for um, my associates, I was in a music business class. Shouts to Steve Roidstein. He is um, the head of Palo, which is a great Afro-funk band out here in Miami. Mm -hmm. But um, in his class was where I met my homeboy Stereotype, Gary. And shouts to you, homeboy. And that kind of... Yeah, that was one of those things where what got me into working and trying to professionally do the whole, I want to be a vocalist in the scene. This was like in 07 when I met Gary. And um, by the time 2008 happened, I had worked with Gary on some tunes with another um, fellow MC and uh, producer and DJ, George Young. George Young. Yeah, that takes me back. And um, <laughs> we created a group called The Substitutes. And as the three of us, it was two DJs, kind of with the benefit of two MCs. So, like, while Stereotype was, you know, spinning, George would be with me on the mic. And then, you know, George would kind of go do his thing on the decks as well. And Methodist from Bass Drive was... Wow. shout out. Methodist, yeah. damn. Shouts to Methodist up in Orlando now, I believe. Is in and, Orlando, um, Sheesh. I believe so. It's been a long time since I've spoken to him. I'm not sure. But um, he was the one that basically linked us with the Bass Drive crew. And, you know, next thing I know, 2008, Winter Music Conference, we're down as the substitutes. And, I mean, from 07, yeah, early 07 to 08, I was always at Laundry Bar. um, Shouts to that crew. Always at Laundry Bar every Friday night. I jumped on the mic here and there. This is all, know, all in Miami, pretty much? This is all Miami. This is all South Beach. Um, lo- a lot of people knew about Laundry Bar because that's where, I mean, I ended up emceeing for Makoto just because <laughs> they let me get the mic. You know what I mean? Right. Jumped on for NBC briefly. It was it was wild. And um, the energy in there was just amazing. And it was a unit. You know what I mean? It was, it was a community is the word I meant to say. And... I just loved it so much. And between the breaking that I was doing and involved in at that point, across from what was going on Friday nights at Laundry Bar was usually, well, no, the uh, Buck 15 was a club that was right across from Laundry Bar. And um, Craze, shouts to Craze, and um, Out here, the DJ Keen one. Oh, he's tearing it up right now. Yeah, he he's um, okay. basically, huh? He's okay. <laughs> but um oddly enough like He's tuesdays the they had buck 15 it was takeout tuesday so we'd go breaking every 
Tuesday there, and then Friday I'd be right across the street at Launchy Bar doing the drum and bass thing. And mm -hmm. um, it's just wild to me how the journey is because, you know, at that time, Ultra was still trying to make itself big. Conference was still conference. You could go, you could learn, you could Oh, the old days of conference. We can never Proper. forget. That's the mm. moment in time for all of us. We all had our it's, yeah. it's wild, man. We go to the last couple of years, and I'm like, you kids who just got here two years ago have no idea what no this was. <laughs> Not a on. clue what this used to I be I mean, like. it's unfortunate to me, but I personally, to me, it's Miami Music Week now. Conference died long ago. Long time and, ago. Um, yeah, absolutely. It's, it, it's unfortunate because it really was something special. And I mean, granted, originally conference was just house music, and then what it grew into over the course of the 2000s was fantastic. And then it just like just as quickly as it raised up into something a little bit more open to different subgenres of different forms of electronic nice. music. Came it just boop, so it just so was know. it uh so was it curiosity or was it love or was it just something that happened? I think it was the love for it and the fact that I just showed up. I always show I was always there and I, I had this drive to I just wanted to be a part of it. It was never necessarily the fact that I wanted to, no, I'm this great person and I want to do this. And that, no, it was, I love this and everyone's so awesome and I can dance if I want to. I can hop on the mic and respect the DJ, respect my fellow MCs and just join and make this whole thing that seems so special to me, special for everybody else around me. I remember, and, I remember, what was that? What, where was that? And was that IO or Lizard? What was the name of that club? It was the Goldie Show. It was you, me, Jumanji. I believe that was one of the first that times. That was the Electric Pickle. Electric Pickle. That's what it was. Yeah. R.I.P. And, and let me even, and this was even worse back then. Y'all know I don't hand the mic to anybody. <laughs> nope. It's just not going to happen. Uh, nope. But that night, man, you, me, Jumanji, the, just the energy you had that night the determination not to it wasn't a like you could tell you loved it and 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 i've always loved that about you it's like you your passion, your passion comes through in literally right. everything you do and 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 i've always respected that you're always super on point with it and it was like that even when you perform it wasn't a like we get a lot of MCs are just like, I want to get on. And then they hang next to you. All, you know what I'm saying? Like, we Eager. all. Just sitting yeah, there dripping off like, you like bro, sweat. Like, come you on, wrap people. wrap my ear one more time, I'm going to snuff you. But, if, <laughs> but it's always like we had a, a very, that was one of my favorite Goldie Nights in Miami. Um, and I remember thinking that that ceiling was going to fall straight through. I the swore people, we were going to tear that building down, like, literally. I, le legit. The room was moving. The floor yeah. was physically, like, I was like, yo, there's, is the, are we at capacity There's here? video out there. On? It's the grainiest video I've ever seen, but you could tell. Like, it was. Yeah. People were going absolutely. I'll never forget that yeah, night. That and, I mean, there was another night at the Pickle as well where, Bless him, Bookham was there. And I'd opened for LTJ Bookham and Conrad in, I think it was 2009 with Gary, the stereotype. And I got along with Bookham. We, they were really open. They were really cool. And um, then that night at the Pickle, Bookham kind of approaches me after I'd had one. I'd had a few drinks. And I just what? remember at one point, he's like, are you going to join me? And I got on the mic. I did, a, I did my thing. But what ruined it was I kind of... I was moving towards the side of the stage and I ended up bumping the decks. Scratch the records? Know. Did you scratch nobody... the records? <laughs> Danny looked up at me like, are you? He didn't say it, but he just looked at me and gave me, you know, dragon lady eyes. Like, <laughs> <laughs> look, 
And I, I immediately, I was like, ah, no, I put the mic down. I was panicked. I was panicking the whole night. It like ruined my night. I was like, I can't believe I just did that. That was total MC, like, no, no. How am I going to be? The end of the night, I'm apologizing to him, obviously. Fuck you, alcohol. And, um, excuse my French. He just said to me, like, Sophie, shit happens. It's okay. Don't calm down. It's all right. And since then, it's been nothing but love. But it's, it's, that's, you know, those things part of the journey. I think I heard you chatting at one, on one of your old conversations, um, Armani, about, you know, performing to empty rooms, performing to people that aren't there. And mm-hmm. I know that especially you just i kind of got the vibe at one point in florida that i was like oh look it's like the drum and bass sweetheart yeah let her go on the mic a little bit i got that vibe <laughs> and i don't know if that was really what people oh. were thinking but that was the vibe i got and i constantly felt like i was pushing i was pushing it was like, why can't i get into this why can't i figure this out like i feel like and i think really it was just me being too much into my own head and um it was through conference. It was through working with all of those guys, you know, some jerk, the base head crew. Some jerk. Wow. I haven't heard his well, name in a while. Yeah. Yeah. Some jerk's still doing his thing. He just released, um, he's just released a couple of really nice jungle tunes, if I'm honest, and on his own band camp and stuff. And, um, you know, they're still trying to push out here. Unfortunately now, as opposed <clears throat> to goodness gracious, <laughs> 14, 15 years ago, the scene out here is like, there's people that are still, you know, don't get me wrong. I know that there are junglists out here and there are people mm-hmm. who love drum and bass, but you're hard pressed to find an event. You it, are like, go. Yeah. It, it, people aren't really coming out. I mean, even Bailey was saying, he's like, I haven't been out to Miami in bloody ages. And yeah, it's all uh, Fort Lauderdale, Orlando. Yeah. And a bit and a taste of Miami. Not taste, a lot of Miami. The taste, not, taste. Not too much. That's the best way to put it. Yeah. And I mean, I haven't been here in five years, so I honestly, I can't really speak for the city. I have seen the boys putting shows on. I mean, last year when I came here, Craze has got his night at Koyo Taco where he brought Halogenics out. Whoa. I caught him. Halogenics, playing with- shouts to him. Yeah, those cats. Oh, yeah. 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 Well, Ivy Lab was playing when I came, and Craze Ouch. had Ivy Lab on. That Ouch. was wild. That was great. Yeah, great Cra- Craze, Craze was in the middle of starting something down there when this whole thing hit, but, you uh. know. Join, it's unfortunate join the club, you know, right? yeah exactly and like my whole choice to move to england initially was a promise i'd made to myself when i was 15 anyway i was born in england i've got family in england and right. like i told myself wait 15, are you gonna... are you really born in england <laughs> i don't even want to <laughs> let me not go where i was planning to go but yeah I'm, I'm just happy to know that you're born in england for real okay that's it I am going to say this. One of my fondest memories of Bookham was telling him where I was born in England. So all of my English fucking watchers right now. Down by the beach. Boy. So where are you from? Yeah, mate. Born in Grimsby. (laughs) He said to me word for word, how the hell does someone from Grimsby end up in Miami? How? What? How did you? All right. Good on you. And I was just like, oh, fuck. Yeah, I'm from Grimsby. Yeah, but I mean, I cut my mom's English. My dad's a Colombian American, so mm-hmm. you know, obviously, I was born, and my father, I was two when I came to America. My dad was yes. like, "We're not staying here. <laughs> 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 We're not staying here." I was just like, yeah. "Man," but going back to London with you know all the experience that I'd gained from just wanting to be a part of the scene and loving the scene like I did over here. 
um, I ended up going out there and went full force. Like yeah. it was like, there's these events, there's these things that I can't see in Miami. I would go to, you know, shouts to my girl Rochelle. Um, oh man, who moved out there. Yeah. yeah, I mean, like she ended up taking me to launch and like all the AKO parties and like that. I was like, yo, we hardly got jungle in Miami. Cause it's like, if there's one thing that I realized growing up in Miami, there was a drum and bass party. It didn't matter if it was neurofunk. It didn't matter if it was jungle. If it could be jump up, it could be liquid. It could be whatever. It, it made, you went. It, yeah, right. Mm-hmm. You went. If you wanted yep. drum and bass, it didn't matter what subgenre it was. You went and got it and you appreciated it. Mm-hmm. One of the most interesting sets I've ever emceed was for State of Mind Ooh, just wow. before moving over to England. And that was like, I'm not used to neurofunk, but I, I could dig it. People are getting down. Like, it's a vibe. And um, that's all that matters, right? Yeah, exactly. And I mean, that's what I think going to England and getting involved in the London scene like I did, that appreciation, I think, helped take me as far as it did. Because within the course of five years, I have to remind myself, I'm amazed that I pushed that hard and actually made some noise. Not noise, but like got in. Like I banged on that door and someone opened it. And said, yeah. Hey. I, I always say, especially like uh, to both of you, Track and yourself, who have actually taken the step and like gone over there and, and spent some time and really immersed yourself in it and seen how much different it is over there. Like, and it t- it's a lot. It's a lot of work to do. People say it all the time. Like, why don't you just go to England? Like, it's not just easy to just pick up and go. Like, it's just, it doesn't it doesn't it's work that way. <laughs> you know what I mean? How long you been over there yeah. now? I have been there five years now, and um, unfortunately, due to this craziness going on, my situation is likely changing, but I have come to accept that, you know, if there's one thing I can say to everybody, whether they're in England or anybody in the scene, anybody in whatever scene they're in, if you have a passion for something, and if you really want to be a part of something genuinely, it's going to be a ball ache most of the time, but you can get there. And I mean, people see when you are genuine, you know, and I understand I'm a friend. I am friendly. I've had, I've been called out for being friendly for years and years and I've just gotten over it. If you think that I'm being so friendly, you think it's flaw, then okay. That's what you feel. But if I'm going to keep coming at you, I've had people tell me you too friendly. I don't trust you. You, <laughs> you need to get away from those people. <laughs> Trust yeah. me, I've been called many other things that I would prefer being called friendly. Oh man, I had, I had, to, I had to hashtag everybody loves track for a little bit so. just, to, just to push the narrative. Yeah, <laughs> there you go. So but... let's let's talk about some things you've been working on. Uh, what have you been doing with Frost? So um, bless him. Uh, Frost and I have started a Liquid Lounge mix series where he's just kind of piled together his liquid tunes that he's feeling. The last one that we did, he started a new Mixed Cloud live series. Nice. And um, he, oh God, Sophie, I'm, I'm blanking. I'm blanking now. Some of the tunes he was playing on there, I was shocked. Oh my God, there was one particular DJ kept playing. I keep wanting to say Fotech and it's not Fotech. It's another one that's like... But shout out Fotech since we're here. Change the game real soon. Uh, I hope so. Mm. Yes, please. That sounds good. But I'm um, not saying was... nothing. Oh, God. <laughs> inside knowledge over our heads. 
but yeah, Frost in the last mix was playing a lot of these Peche tunes that I was like, what is this? Yeah. this is beautiful. They were it sounded really live, very, you know, I'm it's, touching it's, on the live aspect. Yeah, I was about to say, it's always, always like a little bit curiosity hits when you hear Frost playing liquid tunes. You, I love play, it. Let's, let's go listen to it real quick and see what he's up to. Shouts like, to oh. Frost. I mean, Shouts to especially. Yeah, because he's been, you know, thank God he's got his dog. Blue is the cutest thing. I, I want a pit bull. I know people don't all like pit bulls. Right? Well, it's a mastiff, but I, I love dogs all together. They're amazing. But, um, yeah, that I, I'm not really sure when the next mix is coming out. I do need to reach out to Frost and just kind of check up on and see how he's doing. But that came about. He hit me up after I hosted his set with Bailey at Sun and Bass 2018. Right. 
is the story of a balancing act in the second room with alibi on the decks. I'm, oh my God, yeah. I got one bad leg, but I'm on t I'm like this holding on to a wall. And I had, we had spoke about it, I think, prior. It's like, you know what? It's time for you to introduce yourself or let's do this tune you did with, uh, with this song with Alibi. And I remember getting up there and then you came over and was like, yo, I'm ready. I'm like, oh, and then you came up there and I literally said, yo, if she comes up here and we both fall, it's not gonna look good. That couch was terrifying, but I could Terrifying. And all I remember was the, uh, the feeling of satisfaction, not just from you, but from the actual crowd that was peeping that whole moment of you doing Music Hurts. It was like the opening door of like, oh, so this is Sophie. I'll be hearing it. Oh, wow. And I just remember how everybody was rocking to that tune. And so I'm really happy that that, that was sort of the, uh, you know, the, the, the fuse to the lighter to really get the shit running and everything, you know what I'm saying? So I just wanted to share that. I'm sorry. Track the show. Oh, no, shout to you, T. Because, yeah, that was that was a super special moment. I wasn't on the lineup or nothing, but it was one of those, right. I guess, right. we speaking had, on the passion. Get you on whether you liked it or not anyway, so. It was, but I mean, I'll be honest. I have to sit here and accept the fact that I do that sometimes. It's like, if I'm feeling it and I'm there, I'm going to walk up. If the mic comes to me, amazing. <laughs> if it doesn't, I'm still going to stand there and dance my little butt off <laughs> mm -hmm. and enjoy the moment, whether it's the time to shine or not. You know, and, um, so, so mm -hmm. um, you sent me some music, right? Mm -hmm. And uh, you didn't tell me which one to play. So I went... <laughs> picked some out randomly and when you asked earlier i specifically said no because i thought it would be funnier to not <laughs> and uh so i just feel like it's more organic when you don't when you're not prepared you know so uh two tunes i picked instead of a promo thing that's the other thing as well is we could just pull them out uh one of them was called waiting ah so that leads into the sub to beat thing Okay. Funny how that works. Go ahead. Yeah, it is. See? It's beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a genius. No, go ahead. Look go at ahead. this. This is amazing. <laughs> it's not about me, especially. I love it. Talk about this. Because um, I, so, loved, yeah. I loved it. You did? Oh, thank you. Oh, I'm so Which glad. Is waiting, but is it something I heard before? We're going we're gonna to play it. I did send it to you, T. Okay. I did. It was part of the, the, the project I sent you. Mm -hmm. I liked there was yeah, but go ahead. Play waiting, we'll it's... talk all about it. Yeah. Well let's let her let her let me let her intro the tune yeah, first. Yeah, yeah, then yeah. we'll get into that. So waiting is one of the four tracks that of all this time since two thousand eight that I have been working and pushing and just trying to be a part of it all, I suppose. Um I finally have an EP completed. It is with set to be it's the first time i can actually say i've done this and out of the four tracks it Congrats. is waiting mm -hmm. thank you and i mean right now we're in the process of trying to figure out where it's going who it's going to standard i've got my hopes i've got it sent out to a couple things but i can't really disclose or say anything because i don't really know it's St like standard dirty. we understand you're talking to four people who get it <laughs> yeah. like don't worry completed about it. during quarantine <laughs> type madness yeah. which is even wilder to me but um yeah, it's the one track off that EP that is not particularly drum and bass, and I am showcasing my rhyming skills where I'm. I love that track. I just wanted to say that, but go ahead. I, yeah. I thank you, T. It's it's mm -hmm. one where I've. It's a track where the initial message of it is that shuts my homegirl Dina. She's like, you need to write a track about bigging yourself up, and mm. um, 
I do kind of tend to see they, I don't, I'm not that person, but I found a way and I found a way to incorporate, I'm bigging myself up as well as letting other people out there that would be talking to in the audience or whoever's listening, you can big yourself up sometimes. Got it to. is, you do what you got to do. So that's pretty much the, where well, I can lead up to. Want to hear it? Here it goes. It's called yeah. Waiting by Kofi Marie. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take both. <laughs> <laughs> you believe people when I say I want to feel so fly, don't you? Feel me too. There's no need to try. Rocking this mic so naturally Into the lima with the highest high Determined creativity so strong, so fly Silly worthy, yes, I'm beautifully dope Ambitious and unplayful, climbing the ropes Of success so blessed, capable and motivated Brilliant though impulsive, it could get complicated But I'm faded, influential with a wonderful vibe Talkative and honest, I'ma shine on bright Aim to keep it fair, focus on what's wise Doing all I do cause it feels good inside So I say every day to myself and those who need it Life is what you make it, make it fire, feel the heat and Use it for the best, the negative can be depleted I feel to my emotions, I am human, can't you see this? You and hate people when I say I wanna feel so fly Don't you, don't you feel me too? There's no need to try It's alright, they're inside of you Armani, you're lying. I wanna feel so fly. Don't you? We gotta talk about that. Let's let's let the song ride out, please. There's no need to try. It's <laughs> he saved himself properly. Thank you. Thank you. I would say it didn't even happen. What is the name of the EP? Let everybody know what's the name of the EP before, you know, it's early. I can't, I, I, I can't. we haven't fully, I can't. <laughs> you got a peak before the peak, and that's the end of that. <clears throat> None of that mattered because I was muted, so we're just going to pretend... <laughs> 
<laughs> None of that happened. That never happened. Here's the joke that everybody happened. was yelling about it. I hit the vape and they can hear that and they got mad because they thought I ruined the tune. When in all actuality, I know how to use the mute button as they keep saying in the chat that I keep forgetting to turn it back on. Anyway, <laughs> so you also missed the fumble as well. So no harm, no foul, but I like to be honest. I picked that tune because just like we do in Semperfy, I like to be able to showcase not just the drum and bass, not just hip hop, but the fact that everyone that and Mark that in our circle has range beyond belief and um that's why i wanted to showcase that tune uh that's just all swag and and you know what i'm saying it's got a real funky soulful vibe to it so um whenever i hear people that can take like soul and shit talking at the same time and make it this beautiful mixture is just like ah, ah, yes. it's a sweet spot of music like yeah i'm dope and i'm gonna make you uh, bounce to it so you know what i'm saying that was one of them Thank you so much. That sure. one that one was special just because when Sam's when Septa Beat presented that tune to me, I immediately was like, I noticed a cyberpunk. I'm not really sure who that is, but someone's like, oh, it's got some pocket to it. Mm-hmm. That's what attracted me to the beat. I was like, this, this, yeah, this we Stop can do that. this. Yeah. And um bless him. This guy Septa Beat, he's some six foot seven, amazing jazz drummer. Jesus. And he he brings out some wicked wit. He's amazing. He's super talented and um, has, I know I can be passionate, but his passion and drive and focus is why this actually came together. And I appreciate him very much for that because it kind of felt like the needed kick in the ass that I need. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm, I'm really hoping that the project does take off Um in the way that we want it to, but it, it is literally, you're right. I probably shouldn't have played the whole song, but no, it's one of I those where. I turned it off. I know. Maybe Imani can add those little effects later on the replay. Don't also, worry also uh, I could take it out. Uh, whatever. Uh, the, it was muted, damn it. Anyway, <laughs> um, when we do the highlight, I could take it out as well. We oh, it's going to be awesome. Um, real quick. We'll mute that out too. Um, so <laughs> <laughs> hey man, it's live. You know what I'm saying? Uh, another one I picked out might surprise you. Maybe not. I'm not really sure because you sent me you sent me quite a few and they're all sick. Yeah. Um, oh, thank you. Yeah, it's so. a mix of releases. Some of the old SoFi stuff. Some of the newer stuff. Like, yeah. I'm well, curious this to see one, which one you went for. This one has got the homie in it. So this is Will Miles. Oh, all right, this was up. Featuring SoFi. That was my last, that was one of my last releases as SoFi, yeah. And I felt like uh, we should go back to that for a sec. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Look look back to look forward type thing. You know what I mean? Shows the growth. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, for sure. It's... Oh, what up, Tyler? You just copped in the chat, so let me say hello to United by Bass before I, before I hit play. You know what I'm saying? Big up. Oh, shout out to uh, Cole Pig as well, who's now hosting the stream. That's the super homie. You guys want to follow him. He's always on Fortnite with the Bro Safaris and the other crazy people in the world that is also in my circle. Super love you, brother. Hope you're all doing well. And uh, this is Cole Cutter.
Shouts to yeah, Elman for, for that one because they were the boys that released that <clears> one. So Patch Courier, that whole crew. Yeah. I know that that tune is. I think I played that a few episodes ago on the 
on my podcast. I man, I love that tune. And Will Miles, man, he's one of the most criminally very, slept very on. Very talented dudes. dude, yes. Oh, dude, and he's so slept on, man. Amazing like, I don't producer. Why. Yeah, I, don't know. I can go on for days about that. Yeah. No, I love that. I love that <laughs> whole release too, and the the flip with Manos on it is fucking killer. It's really refreshing. Absolutely. You know, it kind of reminds me of some of those like late 70s sort of jazz soul fusion records. My parents had a ton of them. And it kind of has that. That would make sense. That kind of. That makes sense. That has that vibe to it. It's it's always. <laughs> that whole uh i really wish i could go back to find i have on one of my hard drives i've got video of me singing an eric clapton song with my homeboy chip unmute chip yourself for money <laughs> what am i doing this but, for? This yo, <laughs> just, you know the best part is, is like I'm saying really important things. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I, I would actually fine. repeat that, but I know that. Okay, so. so what I was saying is, is <laughs> Jesus Christ. Anyway, so <laughs> what I'm saying is what I said to to Sofa is when I hear tunes like that, that she's so in the pocket, the the vocals so pure, and uh, and I was saying to people that Goldie has a similar song on um, a vibe on his song on his album called The Journeyman and it takes you back to the moment where you can actually picture that imagery and I've had late night conversations about him explaining how he felt about it and I can just picture you in a cocktail dress standing by a piano singing it was like not many people around just like in that moment in that vibe those types of tunes like when you can pull that out is is very pure it's like like track said yeah man so uh, kudos thank you very very much I heard that and I was just like yeah like this one you make the nasty face. Playing it. Just, just... Well, it's it also goes to show like that you know again just just sort of repeating the record a little bit, but like the the diversity and the dynamics that a lot of the artists within our you know our nice little circle have. You know, a lot of dudes and a lot of girls they doing a thing, man. You know what I mean? And they doing it in all perspectives. So drum and bass is our love, but we have all this to show you guys. And so just to hear the records like what we're hearing right now shows that, you know, you know, we can do it jazzy, we can do it hard, we can do whatever you like, you know what I'm saying? And everybody here has dropped something that was pertaining to the diversity here. So uh, big salute to Sophie for opening up that door and proving again that DMV and C's are the shit. You know what I'm saying? Hey, thank you. That was a hell of a compliment. See, lots of love. Oh my God. I mean, but it it kind of that comes down to something that, you know, it stood out to me when it was said when I was at university. And um, one of my vocal instructors had said, you know, one voice, many styles. Mm -hmm. And it's true. Our voices, so many of us limit ourselves when. You know, in a world where people are constantly being pigeonholed and 
but you know, oh, but you're not, that's not rock and roll or, oh, that's not hip hop enough. Like who gives a fuck if you're feeling that and you can play with it, showcase your particular version of it. And, um, it's, it's, it's hard. I mean, people don't want to up and do that. It's, it's not something a lot of artists are willing to stand outside and do. And over and my journey of being creative, I, I just go for it. And if it works, it works. If it doesn't, I'm happy that I made that tune. You know what I mean? Yep, totally. You got it off your chest and nobody can judge you after that. You know, you gave it, if it works, it works. And if they like it, they like it. If they don't, why? Well, we know now. You you'd, know what I'm saying? You'd be surprised about how many artists I work with or stand next to or big up on a regular basis whose main goal for a lot of tunes is, I just want to see what it sounds like. You know, it's just like, I want to just, I got into drum and bass because I, it was something different. I was like, whoa, that's crazy. I want to try to do that. You know, look, I grew up on the, I grew up on hip hop and R and B, mainly hip hop. And when um, I started hanging out with different crowds of people, that's when I found myself at house parties, rapping over two step and house over just a regular speaker, yada yada yada. That opened my eyes up to different patterns and, and flows and and. and and uh, music theory that I had never thought about before, period. And when you continue mm -hmm. to experiment with these things and you just like step out of your comfort zone and, and don't get it twisted. The, the reason why a lot of people who make music are afraid to step out of their comfort zone is because the success road is a lot longer it is so much longer the simple fact that you can't even key on a specific demographic when you're de when you're trying to be the jack of all trades and master of none is that simple fact right there it's like you don't you've got who you who are you marketing to and that unfortunately becomes the problem that's when you got to stop worrying about that i don't make dubstep because I think the dubstep people make it. I think it because somebody sent me a really cool song with cool sounds in it and I wanted to make like, and I wanted to add to that. You know what I mean? So it doesn't yeah. matter whether you send me a rock tune. I've got tunes that like we did for licensing that sound nothing like me. There's straight up rock tunes. I've done clash remixes. Of, you know, it's like doesn't. I've done house tunes. I've done. It doesn't make a difference to me. It's like man, that sounds really cool. And it's going to pull me out of my comfort zone. My biggest thing when I talk to producers is, yo, man, I want to collab with you. And I'm like, cool. Whatever you make, don't make it with me in mind. Make it with you in mind and send it to me and we'll adapt from there. You know what I mean? Absolutely. So yeah. it's, it's, that's, that's, and I see that in everyone in Semper Fi, you know, um, I talked to Tell, shout out to Tell who's on there. It's like, that's Hey man, tell. like go back and, and dig, and dig deep. Hey. Like when, when Rita did his verse, it's so completely different than the rest of us, you know, like Josiah's got a really hardcore Boston hip hop vibe to us. It's like track just bleeds new york all over the place like you know what i mean it's like everyone's got yeah. their own different flavors <laughs> yeah. that they can apply to anything and and it's a beautiful thing man so i'll just shout out to all y'all much appreciated shout out to all of you Go on. it's an honor to be a part of something like this especially with like-minded individuals who are at least open-minded enough to want to try something new like obviously there's going to be the haters but i'm pretty sure there's going to be enough people that are interested and curious and willing to at least give things a listen and even aside from all of that it's something where we're feeding or we're letting our creative juices flow in a way that some artists wish they could do you know what i mean mm -hmm. so shouts yeah. to you guys because you do you've all put in the work just as much it's amazing to see and be able to have the discussion that we've had you know it's talking about animals roaming the earth straight down to 360 <laughs> deals you know what i mean straight up to where we're at now it's 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 a beautiful thing you know what i mean and it, it's 
when there's that purity of heart there, it shows and it's appreciated either way. Absolutely. Appreciated. Absolutely appreciated. And just the fact that uh, it's we're stuck in quarantine and can't really do much. You need those things that open up those valves to release, you know, whatever stress, hidden stresses you may have. And this is what all these records are doing. And I think, I'm not sure, I want to say the people that follow and, and are in the chats and the people who are outside who, they want to hear what else is going on with, with like artists like us, you know what I'm saying? They want to know what else, you know, these guys do all this, but the, what's the, what about this? So when you give them the, those little left fields and, and you hit the pocket, it, it's a glorious thing, man. And if you, don't hit, you know, if you don't hit the pocket real quick, then you know what? Nobody's going to hold it against you. Who's holding it against you? Think about that for a second. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know what's you know what's really been cool, um, and we talked about this briefly before. We started to see it. We take hip hop as an example. We started to see a change and mm -hmm. and what it's going away from and how the other statements are coming up. But let's let's take it to let's take it to a different level. That's you know what I've loved to see since this quarantine started. That I've been seeing a lot of DJs popping up, and all of them are saying, "Man, you know what." doing these live streams is our house and not giving a fuck what the crowd says. It feels good to play what I want to play. Think about that for a half a second that you've got these DJs who have been touring every day for the last God knows how many years who it took this to turn around and say to their fans, thank God I get to play what I want to play. That's wild. That's wild. And, wild. and here's the thing. They're their fans are happy that they're doing it. So you technically could have been yeah. doing this the entire time, but right. we've been running this goddamn rat race for so long. So now I think more than ever, you're starting to see the, the cream of the crop rising. Those who just like, just love what they do. And just like, look, man, we're just going to put out music because this is what we are. And when you don't have Absolutely. to worry about a crowd or a, you don't know when you, you, your next show is coming, you just get to dig deep in yourself and, and do you. And um, it's a big deal. I, th I thought it was, it's kind of crazy I mean, it is huge. Because, I mean, even the, to going into example of one of the DJs, I'm going to touch back on Frost again. He's been doing house mixes. Patif. Patif mm -hmm. has been mixing house. I mean, and people are digging it. People are going all about like they're all about it, and I think I mean, yeah, good music is, is good music is good music. Masses of work are huge influences to a lot of the stuff I'm doing as well. Oh, R.I.P. Stizo, I want to give him a little bit of credit as far as like, you know, I don't know if anybody's heard Crazy Noise. I'm sure some all of us has heard Crazy Noise, I believe, but it's his one and only album. He's got other stuff out, of course, but that album was so. Like the rap dance ideal that he was on, and how well he he, he uh, you know executed it is something that I hadn't seen in a pretty long while. You know what I mean? It wasn't probably until maybe the uh, the no, actually the Painful Remix came out before the Steezo, but just around that era, it was about you know it's kind of this is in relation to drum and bass in a sense, so you know it's not too far out. It's just that the dance level and the lyrics level and the production level really dope and it was well seemly put together like i don't know if he was able to do that twice and and, and, and um i just want to say that that's something that I, that I see that whenever i try to make a record that i want to still have that certain that certain something to make you just 
at least do this a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, get <laughs> and, you um, moving. Yeah, you know. So big ups to uh to uh to all you inspirators out there for your stuff. But yes, Steezer was a huge loss in that sense for me. So. Since we are talking yeah, about you being, yeah, I didn't mean to. Sorry. Is, is that too quick? My bad. Fuck it. Just mute my mic. Uh, <laughs> uh, speaking of you being inspired, you've got a new project, The Network, yeah? No, no, that's actually. Is that the old, same one we were talking about before? Yeah, an old, old project. That's my. That was my BBE release for Mark Matchhouse before Hero. Oh. Why didn't I know about this? Oh, that was the tune we were talking about last time with the radio. No, nah, no, nah, we wasn't talking about that. That was a whole other situation. Oh. That, all right, so just to break it down, for those who've been following, know what we're talking about. The Radio Heroes that we heard was a version off the remix album to what's about to be played ah, in this now, all right. all right? I knew I was somewhere in the ballpark. <laughs> right. <laughs> so what you're hearing is all Mark Mac production. I'm going to leave a link for y'all. I mean, what time is it? Like, it's 11.50? It's 11.50. I'm going to play one of so these called it. Step Right On It. Step Right well, On It. You saw the top of the morning is the video that's going to be shown. And, uh, that's at 12, right? Want off the album. I just want to send, a, you know, I want people to check out the top of the morning video and enjoy themselves. What, what That comes out at 12. I, we're going to play that, too. By the way, yeah. I have that all ready to set up at twelve. We've got ten minutes to go for that. That's yeah. releasing on YouTube at at midnight uh, yeah. Eastern Standard we, Time. We, I uh, am big ups to uh, Megan Jolly. Real fast story. I don't want to get into the to the sob story, but I'll just say once we were trying to get this all done and together, and it's, you know people run into some circumstances which caused a bit of a delay, but she ended up come. You know, we ended up pretty much getting it all back together, and we still took our time to do it simply because you know. We were just trying to figure out what to do. So to have the opportunity to be like, you know what? This has been sitting around my bad. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Let me just go ahead and give you what you've been missing. And the album is still timeless. Still thankful everybody who's been supporting and still coming to me and talk about it. So salute to y'all. And at 12 o'clock, you get to see uh, a slim track, I'll say. You know what I mean? Before the gut and, and all that. You know, who, okay. who who produced the video of the one at uh, 12? Megan Jolly. Megan Jolly is the director to that video. And we did some really uh, trickery things. You'll see what I mean. You know, it's sort of, sort of like the fast, slow routine was going on in there. So it, it, it was really dope to put that together. And it took the whole morning to shoot. And uh, yeah, I don't want to give away too much, but it took the whole morning to shoot. And it was amazing pictures and amazing things going on valiant can you email me that link you email you sent to my never mind i'll do it i could have okay. totally avoided that like we were professionals <laughs> and i completely screwed it up it's fine we're not professionals <laughs> it would have been simply like i could have just emailed it to myself nobody would even know anyway so mm -hmm. uh what's this uh step right on in you want to give us a little step right on in is one of the records all for this amazing album my man, uh, Baron Drew Davis, and me and Mark Mack on the controls. You might know the record if you know your old school joints, but this is Mark's perfect, dope take on the hip hop side of things. A step right on the end. It was my sort of introduction to the world to, to explain who I was. So that's what it is, right there. You're hearing it first, exclusive. Actually, it's not first, but it's still exclusive. So <laughs> you're hearing it almost ten years. Yeah, later. it's ten years later, and it's still. <laughs> Yo, and uh, let me say this, man. For a song that's ten years old, this shit is ridiculous. Yes, thank you, sir. Over. Over. 
Timeless music, that's what we do here. Cease! Again, so much. I was sitting here going through the tunes. Everybody said, "Like, yo!" I didn't, I didn't get that. Uh, I didn't get that Amani effect on there, but uh, I, I appreciate it though. What you? Oh, you wanted the, you wanted the exclusive <laughs> to pull hit, bro? Yeah, 
I'm gonna start doing that over records now, just cause y'all talking shit. I'm gonna do it at like the worst time too. Like, <laughs> red is a hook start. So we about we about three minutes away on my side of the game. I don't know. If I was gonna try to put the link in there, but you know, y'all got the block in there, so I'll go what? ahead and throw the link up. Whatever the, the link to the premiere. What? Oh no, we're gonna. Oh, oh. <clears throat> yeah. Let me see if I can. <laughs> hey, man. Now, we're not premiering shit. <laughs> oh, no. We premiering. Look, if you look at Twitch right now, watch this. Look at this. Look, look. Swag. What'd that say? I'm not looking at, I'm not looking at Twitch. What'd that say? Oh. I don't know. Oh, word. Oh, Come on, bro. Oh, I got you. Got I got you. See? Look at that. <laughs> Fant- this is why you fantastic are the still of America. Sir. <laughs> this is the reason. <laughs> Damn it. I'm missing out again. Damn it. It's all right. At least you got your mic's not <laughs> muted. Oh, no. Look, it's even got us down in the little corner. I did that. Oh, that's cool, man. It's not It's not that cool. Just realize. What is that? Is that technology? No, it is cool, except the accolade. Cool. The technology. <laughs> the, the technology. That's what it is. Technological. Technological. Yeah, man. Oh, two my more days. minutes. We are we are there. We are ready to we go. We are there. You guys enjoy it. Shot up in the good part of Brooklyn. So, you know, I, I, ain't, I ain't kicking no cans or nothing. The hipster part of Brooklyn? <laughs> well, just before it got hipster, I'll say. I'll... Oh, okay. okay. <laughs> also, before, for but... those who are listening, while well, we do have like one and a half minutes left, I am also <laughs> dropping a tune at midnight. There is not a video because I'm not that cool yet. But oh, no. the... <laughs> I'm also <laughs> dropping a song we're called Manifest that I did with my homie Banks, who I think is a phenomenal producer. He makes a lot of trap stuff, but he his range is bananas I, I call him the the noisia of trap like his sound design is absolutely crazy so uh check that out it will be out it's all on my links it's all hopefully all the scheduling of automatic posts work correctly <laughs> but yeah let's get to this video shall we hold up here it comes 60 seconds ladies and gentlemen look at this live countdown we are going back and forth oh. Yo, it's my first time using oh i use it all the time bro oh cool. Yeah, and then we get to do it on live Twitch. It's like I feel like. Um, oh like no! We, like so we, I know now. Thursdays on this show. Yeah. Looking <laughs> and promoting right here. This is like watching the ball drop. This is crazy. <laughs> it's lit. Absolutely. We need, we need to premiere premiere music every every week. We're yeah, just like sure. this. Yeah, I'm down with it. Be so perfect. Do a midnight, a midnight yeah. countdown. There's so many tracks yeah. that come out on Friday at midnight. We could do this. <laughs> Scrong alone is dropping releases every single Friday. That's what it oh, is. We got work to do, boys. Yeah, well, watch YouTube put up your copyright infringement. Sorry, we can't show <laughs> Yeah, right. Here we go. Oh, Lord. Premiere will begin shortly. Bam, bam, bam. Yeah. I also added a little bit extra to what Megan did. So uh, I was really happy with the additions and stuff. It was just fun, well, overall. Was that your YouTube? What's that, your, your YouTube name on it? The Track Spot. Yeah, the track spot. Kind of missing that shirt they used. I used at the uh, at the thumbnail right there. I wish I could find that shirt. I liked it a lot. Cool, man. <laughs> we need to have it remade, T. Yeah, remade. Here we go. Oh. Nope, that's 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 oh. my other computer loading up. Sorry. <laughs> False alarm. False alarm. I'm say, yo, Bondi got that good Please. bandwidth. Fantastic screenshot, by the way. (laughs) 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 Sometimes, like YouTube, why you doing me dirty like that? Yeah, they done. Oh, here we go. 
right, got your popcorn. Oh, two more minutes at it. No, no, there you go. This road is loading up right now. Oh, okay. You got the good bandwidth. Oh, I do? I do got the good bandwidth. <laughs> you two got the sick music enough for when to wait. <laughs> I know, right? Yeah. Oh, what happened? Way better than that. So this song was actually the introduction to the uh, to the album. It was really the intro, and then uh, we just got a little tricky. So you know what? Oh no, here's a minute. Well, on my side, it's a minute. No, it's a minute. Oh. Yeah, you got 15 more seconds than you do. All right. Why I'm are not, they playing with us like this? <laughs> I'm going to watch it with you guys. I'm going to have to do it. <laughs> watch on both ends. Valiant left. Valiant had enough. He's like, oh, y'all talking to me. <laughs> I'm going to play his tune next. I'm not playing this in here. Maybe his battery's about to die. Put on the car screen. <laughs> I'm going to be right back. <laughs> <laughs> Thirty seconds. All right, thirty seconds. Oh my God, we're doing it! Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Should have had some popcorn. Suspense is killing. They add another twenty seconds. Oh, look at nine. Hey, ladies and gentlemen, world exclusive. T dot R dot A dot C dot. Let's go. I'm rich, bitch. No. <laughs> All right, now you can hear you now. I know. Oh, <laughs> y'all ready? All right, let's get it started, Joe. The morning is wake up time. Damn, kill we got rhymes. I rock the planet, see my state of mind. Very New York like talk black. We hold down for life is course in the course is course grip. Every minute moving like a Porsche across it. That potent raw shit. That piff you pump, seen through pupils, peripherals. Full steam ahead with this conquer material. This track TR to rule and conquer. Let's remind them of that ZRIP. Gonna rip it till it's RIP. And bomb Max Fuck a track that is hard to carjack. These buffoons become balloons that. Fall flat. I show you how this hip hop works. Beats, rhymes, first five. Mics connected to the rain and technique. So I brain technique and keep a central conceder. Put your head to the speaker and watch the bump as I read up your meters. Watch the decibels raise to illegible, incredible Jesus. Tapping in my white shell toe Adidas. Cause all day I dream about sex. Send that the truth. But for now, I got my vibe. Marky got his pop. Ain't no way we think. And the funk is gonna pop Get your champagne ready It's about to stay proper Cause this is how it should be done You see it's gunning okay You have some British yet The niggas is coming top of the morning Yeah, yeah uh, Top of the morning uh, 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 Yeah, uh, uh. 
Just adjust your sets. It's the network. Bring it to you live. Hip hop is universal, baby. Picture satellites. Here it comes. It's the network. Ladies and gentlemen, that is the world premiere of world premiere. Top of the Morning. Yeah. Official music video from the Four Letters, Four Dots. Yes, sir. Sorry Salute, to keep brother. you guys waiting so long for that one, but uh, it's finally here. It's finally out. That is so and, sick. Uh, and again, it's so New would, York. Yeah, so it's a, I would tell you that it, was a, it doesn't look like it's a lot of work, but there was an absolute X amount of work. Oh, shit. Yeah, I knew the that's and just the idea of how long it would take to pull off a lot of those scenes. I remember it was tiring the fuck out of me, but we got through it. You know, I was up, at, I had to get up and pretty much be there like at four and change to shoot those videos, you know what I mean? Because, yeah, we was pretty much catching the purple and then we would take those purple and then we'd just go ahead and shoot some clips here and there. And it was pretty much between that five and nine. So we went right after that, of course, the train scenes and stuff, but you know, I absolutely want to give another big shout to Megan Jolly for that because that was such an experience to have as well. So uh, salute, salute, salute. Shouts to Mark. We up, baby. So that's all I got to say. And thank you, guys. Yeah, thank man. You. That was dope. No, I can't wait to watch it again. He's kind and, of taking uh, it back to the roots. Yeah, I want to watch it again, too, in full, in full non, yes. non-OBS swag. You know what I'm saying? Um. But yeah, congratulations, sir. Congratulations. A yes, hey, uh, Valiant. Go ahead. Yeah. Big, big man. Can you hear me? Yeah, we're upset you left us for a bit, man. It was good. He was like, yo, tracks. Yeah, dude, you, all, you all literally went like. You were like, man, we're going to play tracks video. I'm out. Shit's <laughs> 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 getting real over here. Um, so I've got tunes from you. Um, one of them we played already, the Never Too Late. So I wanted to right. play the Jasmine. Can I do that? Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
And now that I'm on my computer, I can see that I can download it. But I'm just going to go ahead and stream it and hope that the quality stays up to par. But this tune, um, uh, Sophie, you will appreciate too as a female vocalist. Uh, I had the pleasure of hearing this over and over and over again in my house and did not hate it one bit. So I <laughs> hope we can share this to the world. Anything you want to say about this tune before I play it? Uh, well, produced by Cyberposix, again, like the other, like all three tracks on that EP. Um, and Anastasia is the vocalist, and she's fucking blowing up like crazy. She uh, has a track on the new Galaxy album. She posted a picture today, her holding the vinyl, and I got real fucking jealous. Because <laughs> I want my voice, I want my voice on vinyl. Um, but yeah, she's all over. Uh, she's on Ram recently and stuff like that, so she's obviously making big moves but um this is my second collaboration with her. Mm -hmm. my very first collaboration was with her um and yeah she, she's great so she's a real cool girl and uh yeah the hook that does track is, what's, is what's the name of the song oh i'm, oh, I'm sorry. sorry it's called jasmine, jasmine which is also the title of the ep so well, what's, what's jasmine about real quick uh that's kind of a long that's a long story how that came about so we were watching aladdin right <laughs> I'm sorry, go ahead. Go ahead. The, 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 the name Jasmine and the meaning for Cyberposix, the producer, mm -hmm. uh, I decided to adopt a, a different meaning because it was personal to him. I decided to write lyrics that would be kind of, um, they're fictional, but they could be personal to anybody. Um, and so what is basically that I wrote lyrically, uh, from a place of kind of breaking up with somebody, but with the distinct possibility of getting back together with them. Okay. And so it's kind of like nostalgia, kind of meet like butts heads with, you know, the cold reality of things, but there's still light at the end of that tunnel. So, you know, I kind of tried to write it. Uh, vague enough that different people could relate to it. We've all had that kind of breakup where it wasn't necessarily the best thing or it wasn't the cleanest or you still had high hopes for it. Um, that kind of stuff. So. Hmm. Uh, all right. Now, now I want to hear it. I'm yes, sir. Yeah, it's, no, it's, it's, it's got to take in the intricacies and stuff. Really you know? good song. <laughs> yeah, I thought you were talking about Jasmine Rice, bro. No, yo, I love Jasmine Rice too. Don't be out here fronting. Anyway, listen, I don't want to take. There's no way to even joke and downplay this to it. I think it's super fire. So here we go. Jasmine starts to bloom. 
it and show it. Now I can smell the lies moving through the air while I'm crashing on the surface. As soon as the kind of broke, I think I said your name. At least I wanted to do something for synonymous with memories of how we used to walk side by side. And now our hands they go numb. Each other they together by a pinky finger. We used to laugh so hard to stay below with that. Take another world off your head and my shoulder then. I feel old when I realize how naive. Man, I just can't believe it. Time took its toll on us, wounded. The scar tissue quick grows in us, but I'm waiting around to see the color winter through. To the jazz and blues once again for me and you, hey. Was that me? Did I do that? Oh, you just, so I'm not listening to y'all. I'm uh, on top of this. Fire turn. I, I have to like just give a quick story of my first time on Sunday Days and why that song relates a bit. Just the idea of Jasmine blooming is an absolute powerful thing when you've been somewhere. I mean, when you've never been somewhere and you're trying to figure it out and you're not even like you don't know the language, you don't know the customs, you're just going to break in. And we have this guy showing us around from our Airbnb. And the first time he took us 
especially took us in a little tour of, of uh, San Teodoro, was uh, straight over to Amber Beach. Uh, Sophie knows about Amber Beach. And I will tell you the thing that rocked me so crazy is the smell of the beach water hitting the jasmine. The jasmine coming off the jasmine, off the breeze. And when it hits you, it just brought this absolute calm to me that was like, yo, uh, this is uh, just a very special thing happening. So I understand the power of the jasmine now. I don't know why I didn't before. Talking about jasmine, jasmine rice, you must be hungry or something. But, you know, overall, you know. Yeah. I yeah, yeah. No, the, whole, uh, the whole thing, you know, my, 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 my parents, they all have, like, this kind of a song that reminds um, my parents of each of us, me and my brothers and sisters and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like my older brother, that, that song, Summer Breeze, by Seals and Crofts, was that song for my brother. And that, that yeah, and, the, and you know, blowing through the jazz in my mind. And, like, that line stuck with me a lot when uh, he sent him the tune. It's called Jasmine. And it meant something slightly different to him, but I want to try to kind of um, combine imagery that the tune itself evoked in my head mm-hmm. kind of with some of the things he was thinking um and so that that particular image that particular you know mental bridges that they make to memories that are triggered by things like smell and taste and stuff like that like that was a big deal and so you know that's why i tried to write the song it's got a melancholy edge but it's got like a hopeful sort of thing at the end too um, because the song isn't like a sad song to me, even though lyrically, you know, you're looking at the end of the rela- potential end of the relationship. Maybe it's just a suspension of the relationship. Maybe it's just like a bump on the road. It could be any of those things. And I wanted it to be a bit vague so that people who were listening to it could kind of make up their own. You band this nasty pretty much. So, and uh, big up the Sire Post because he's, you know, a talented young kid. Super crushing it. When she hits that, when the jasmine starts to blow, I was just like, oh, oh. (laughs) Yes. That's awesome. Yeah, because there is an originality to her voice. That's what makes her stand out. And it is, it's dreamy. And she added that. I think you reaching out to her for that particular track was probably one of the best. Yeah, when I I, I got the tune from Kevin, I, I immediately was like, I want, I want Anna for this. And he just happened to be like, yo, I'm a huge fan of Anna. That'd be great. So she said yes, and I was thrilled. So, yeah, I'm, I'm super excited because I, I feel like every every tune on the, on this EP is going to be really solid. So, um, Oh, and just uh, so everyone knows, everyone watching, Anna and Tier Kahoot just did a 30-minute mix for, I think, Monica's show uh, in Australia or New Zealand. I forget where he's from. Um, so that's their second 30 minute mix together. And nice. oh, yeah, it's nice. It's it, definitely check it out. She actually has a few rhymes too, which is kind of, which is kind of cool. So 
That's sick. Hell yeah. I need more of that. Hell yeah. Just, you know, stepping outside of the box. So check out out whatever. She's got a link to it, I'm sure, on her Instagram or all her socials. So yeah, check it out. Salute, salute. Yeah. I'm looking forward to hearing the rest of that EP. It's a good one. Yeah, man. It's a good one. I'm excited for it. I can't, I still, I still, I still don't want to announce. Well, first of all, I don't even know when. I, but I don't want to announce where it's coming out just yet. I just I don't want to do that because I don't want to jinx it. But even though I think I probably said last last time we talked, but no, we, we were on the same tip. You didn't want to announce it then yet either. This what you you good? <laughs> we good. If, if anybody can say anything, it's definitely going to be on on, on some proper things in the, in the proper seat, if I may say. So, uh, yeah. home, feel. Right. Yeah, yeah, For yeah. sure. Um, there we go. I do have music to play. It is this a, a little less uh, angelic. Armani, you are an angel. Thank you, sir. I appreciate you. Um, this is Manifest. Um, oh, Binks, is Binks, this the video joined with the video? It's not the, the one that I just put on Instagram? Yeah. Oh, no, 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 no. On YouTube. No, 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 no. no. That's okay. not coming out yet. That's grave. That's. Shh. Telling secrets. <laughs> <laughs> Just so everybody knows, track is fully aware. I, yo, I've got a ton of music waiting to come out, and I'm trying to put them out consistently. We're not doing the album thing. I'm trying to drop as many singles as possible so I can just keep a continuous influx of music. But this one in particular, um, Binks did. Binks has done a ton of music for Scrong. He's uh, been working hand in hand with Bro Safari. He's he's got a track out with Craze. He's done he's done a lot of work. He used to be part of Pyramid Juke. And um if you spent about I'll give you five minutes of a conversation with Binks, you can see into that man's soul because he opens it up to everyone so that he can feel yours as well. Um and I just love him as a person and, and he pushes me, I push him and, and he did a remix for the thirty eight special off my E P that I did with Mayhem. But this is our first collab collab that we did together and this is one of a few that we've done. So, um yeah. Uh he's kinda pushed me lately to push my pen a little more. So this is a little bit of a, a bar situation over some grammy trap piece, but I'll stop talking and let y'all hear it. It's called Manifest. It is out now on Scrong. You can get it anywhere, Ooh. SoundCloud, Spotify, whatever you need to do. This is it. Okay, unless the play button doesn't work, then we don't have to do anything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 Damn what they be talking, I've been walking thin lines Maybe I should choke it up in sketches with no matches <laughs> Some inhale it to that tail and it's so shaky They throw money at it, tip that 808s I guess they so dramatics This is different, so tonight as loud descriptions PG mix with shit I rated, way too faded Damn your favorite instance I've been tripping, all in your band We tripping, whether or not she dance or listen I know she'll go the distance, I mean I put them on while you get it on die Then I respawn like shadows in the dawn like hashish and that's smoking a strong mic Haters get along like killers know the dawn nights Move right along with any kind of conflict I don't need 
need to call shit, fucking up my call shit, sheesh. Hanging by the neck, by the piece, cause all I see are monsters and beasts. Sit back, sit back, a lick the potions, I hope get the picture. Hell, I get comatose picture. Heaven, no holy ghost witches on me. The homies, I pray with, stay with and murky as waters. All this is regular, call it religious sinners could offer. I tell them, what do you got against me? Damn, you the face, any problem I see. Will you still be here? Just to be clear, I don't know fear anymore. Manifest, what do you got against me? Damn, you the face, any problem I see. Will you still be here? Just to be clear, I don't know fear anymore. Manifest, now this ain't no contest. Big junk complex, wait, you gon' fix all this weight that I carry. Love in these streets, wait to marry. Underground, Harriet running, coming up. I was a misfit, resistant, funny as fuck. I say what it is, I buried. I mean, teachers weren't reasons we kept from reaching for dangerous temperature, checking to see if that summer speaking with every. I've been through much chasing, even slow ass mixed progress with anger. Meaning, I learned what the comic still makes us blast when I answer. Remember, no more slipping, slide through my side of pitching. I get you, I go my perspective, never contradicting. I mean, I'm hitting them hard, telling them to stand tall, finger on the can, all worried that I can't ball with them. I was, I'm gonna get the plans, mom set up for the man, y'all see, thank God it hit him. Questions y'all don't ask me, might outlast my life expectancy. Answer sketching the granite, lay flowers under the message of purpose. Just surface there in that moment, I understand it. I begin it to navigate it to less determined. Oh, you do that to the boys, man. Why did you do that? <laughs> Why you do that to us, man? Why, bro? I was I was just getting into like, oh damn, it's going on. <laughs> That could have went on forever, if I'm honest. I appreciate you, bro. That could have went on forever. I, I was you. like, I was like, oh, so what happened? Is this, like, is this one of those fake drops where everything just dies? No, I've got a bunch of things, man, where I'm just barring nowadays. It's like, I've got some, I've got some cuts too. Like even some of the society, you know, we've done a bunch of society number tunes, and seventy five percent of them don't even have hooks. It's just, it's just poetry, man. Like it's I'm slam. just trying it's to worry about that. Yeah, like we'll worry about all that other stuff later. I'm, I'm not here to. Y'all went in. Thank you. I, I appreciate mean, it. in. Goodness yeah, we, gracious. We got that one, uh, <laughs> another one called Reflect coming out. Um, and it's, it's on a similar vibe. So, yeah, appreciate y'all, man. Um, Everybody working. Everybody working. Yeah. It's inspiring, y'all. Everybody's doing their thing, and it's really, really showing. And at the growth is showing, I'm seeing. Thank you. There is a pride Thank that you. we all probably been hiding for years, and now we're showing it. I think that's yes. it. The gloves are off for sure. The gloves are off, and we're tired. We're sick and tired. Tired and sick. Tired of it. You know what I mean? <laughs> I just ripped off my mask, and I'm protesting all the madness. I'm getting out there and getting the music out there. <laughs> oh lord right, and, and let's just be honest here we are creating a bit of a scenario where there will be interest in the things we do and the things we're doing we train you know it's just it's one long train that's just going to just roll down the track and it's just going to run right through one after the other and um these are one of the, these are some of the things uh-huh. you know Thank you know the what, what the YMC, why American C's are trying to do drum and bass, and then we show them why. You know, well, they ain't real. How, how nice are they? All right, then we show them why. Can they make songs? We show them that. You know, can they perform and rock the crowd? We show them that. And uh, maybe it was always there, but nobody's really paid attention now more, in my opinion. Because, yes, the not, you know, if you go back to the late 90s to the early 2G, untouchable golden time in America when it comes to drum and bass. Untouchable. For sure. You know what I'm saying? But, uh, you know, that was mostly cats from abroad. Now, 
it's a lot of budding artist hair, you know. And again, let's just mention Fotech's name again, and among the amongst the other names that are all just making this resurgence. So we're going in, you know, <clears throat> pretty much those people in, are now coming in with a lot more, more. Uh, what do you want? To, what's the word I'm looking for? Artillery. For sure. I was gonna say Fotech's been, been in America long enough. We claim him now. He's ours. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> pretty much. Y'all can't take him back. That's uh, it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's it's true. I mean, I also think it's also a matter of perspective. I think I saw going to London, a lot of the things that I was warned about in the scene and the politics and this and that. Yeah, I, I saw it. I saw it. I avoided it like the plague. I think I did real well to avoid it as much as I did do. But at the same time, it, it wasn't that I wasn't aware of it. I just decided to respond to it differently. And in my eyes, comparing the UK to the United States is not, it's not a thing. Like no. The US drum and bass is its own thing. The UK is obviously what we look up to and where it came from. And we have the respect and appreciation for it. But I also think that we as artists that do represent the United States need to come through and also be like, well, this is our version of what you've inspired us to do. Right. Seeking right. approval, seeking this. Nah. It's like UK hip hop, you know, like UK hip, like the UK it's, turned hip hop into its own thing. The UK, yeah. and I'm not talking about grime and stuff for those people watching. I'm talking about UK hip hop. They yeah. they put their own spin on it. They've been doing their own thing for a long time, and you can't really compare the two because I don't know. They exist in their own realms, you know. Even though they they're too, where they're, sure. they're their own realms. Exactly. So. And I mean, even you know, I gained a whole new respect for UK hip hop going over there. And mm -hmm. um, shouts to Black High MC and uh, NZ oh, Dub Sister for oh, taking yeah. me. Oh, yeah. The most original they took MC me... in the game, Black Eye. Yo, really? and they took me to Cypher Lounge. They took me to this thing, Cypher Lounge, where Rodney P, which apparently is like kind of like the equivalent of like... London Posse, Ice-T, all those guys. Yeah, yeah. you know yeah. what I mean? Like going even comparing to like Rizzo or someone from Wu-Tang. I can't remember who it was that someone specifically said. And one Chip of the Shop. gods, yeah. Yo, like really, there was a, a love in the audience. Like I got the, the vibe from the audience as well as the people that were on stage. And that's something that even if people can't take UK hip hop seriously from the States, you have to respect it because they made it their own. I mean, maybe Absolutely. not have to, maybe that's me being bold, but in my eyes, I felt, no, I can't sit here and it hate is on that. Absolutely <laughs> nothing wrong with saying that they made it their own because that's all any part of the country has done. New York has its sound. South has its sound. West Coast has its sound. Yeah. You know what I mean? And anybody that catches feelings, I hope they ain't from New York. I want the South to get mad one day and be yeah. like, y'all ain't doing hip hop right. That's what y'all do. <laughs> I mean, right you there. remember how Outkast took that reward once. You know what I mean? They made oh, sure that, that they knew the South was on the map. <laughs> I believed, I believed uh, Andre 3000 when he said the South got something to say. The way he said that, with like old school hard, and he yeah. proved it. You know what I mean? He, he shut it down, and you know, not too much rah rah, and everybody's back to music, and that's what New York probably needs to do uh, long term. Yeah. R.I.P. to Fred the Godson again. You know, yeah, Sorry. huge miss, huge huge uh, loss right now for the scene. You know, and uh, also R.I.P. to Vice versus of E.O.W. E.O.W. is something. If you're an MC and you're ever in New York, you go there to open mic it and, and sharpen your sword. They've been doing that for almost 30 years now, I'd say. 
and Vice Ooh. versus one of the three kings. Like, name them. I've been in there a bunch of million times to shows and open mics. Man, you could go through from big or small. All, he, all they really wanted was to make better MCs out there. And he was part yeah. of that, you know, New York underground community. And he's a huge loss as well. So big RIP to Vice versus as well, man, for those who know. Many yes, blessings. Sir. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, we have reached a two and a half hour mark. Like we all like you where, where we so, I don't know about you and I got work to do. <laughs> like, I'm I not, hear you. We get off it's been a pleasure though, boys. Back to these bars. Hey, hey, first of all, yes, uh before we do any kind of so- sign off, um, Sophie, thank you for coming and hanging out with us and uh chatting. It was an honor to speak with you and to showcase some of your work and what you're doing. Oh, Stop. There is one thing I do want you to talk about before we go, and then we'll sign off. But let's let's do this now. I'm Armani Rain. That is Track MC, Valiant MC. We are here every Thursday at 10. We're still chatting about whether we're going to jump on Sundays, but you didn't even need to know that. I just like putting people on the spot. But Sophie, tell me about um, what was uh, the um, Beats in Mind head bass, because I feel like that's oh. very important for you to oh, touch on. Oh, yeah. I, I don't, to want, I, don't I want that to be on the highlights, whether anybody's listening still here or not. I want to make sure that is there and documented. So when I cut it up and put it on the internet, it's, it's known. Got you. Yes. Headspace is a new concept that Pixis, who is actually one, I believe it's Pixis. Ah, we got another name issue here. <laughs> I've got to ask her. I've got to ask Mel. We'll find out. But I believe it's yeah. Pixis. Um, and she is, you know, for everyone in the music game, she is someone that has been involved in the For a really before. long minute and helping yeah. a lot of people with their pockets. I mean, 100%. Yep. yep. Yes. Publishing, if yeah, she's, you know, S2K, shouts to S2K yeah. Publishing. And, um, but um, <laughs> basically, international... They've started a whole thing of Headspace is a community for kind of, it's basically a community where you can reach out and it's all of us to express ourselves, whether you've got mental health issues, emotional issues, whatever, it's all based on mental health. And what she has done is fascinating. She just took a concept, reached out to a bunch of people that she knew, obviously from within the scene and people she respected and the response she received was overwhelming. Um, I do have my piece on there that I believe will be coming out on volume two shouts to Ben soundscape and um, the intrigue crew. But um, it's something that they've, she's not really We're, I mean, from what I gather, we're not really sure where it's fully going, but the potential for it to grow into something much bigger well, is the releases. Yeah, it's, it's really good. I was about to say, I am number one, and trying to find a way to help artists with their mental issues, especially the ones who are at the higher edge, who are in a whole nother place and these demands and this, this, you know, it just creates another beast in some of those guys. And it takes well, Especially over, right now too. It destroys their, 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 their livelihood. And, and in some cases even kills them. So I'm <clears> like, <throat> you know, I'm absolutely for the idea. As soon as she mentioned it to me, because at first I thought she was like, you just want to work with me or something? What's going on here? Right. Like, oh, this is for mental awareness. I was like, oh. Yeah. Let's all let's, mental let's, health awareness. Let's on this for sure. And um yeah, I just want to salute. Big salute yeah, to Yeah, they just Dave Jenkins, who writes for UKF, just did a really nice um 
piece on that. I think I think I might have sent that to you, um, Armani. I have to. I think I sent the link. Um, I have so, the Facebook link, which is facebook.com beats in mind head heads base. That's B E S beats I N mind as an M I N D heads as an H E A D S and then base B A S S. So uh, if you can go to the Facebook group or, and, and I'm sure you can follow the rabbit hook. We all know how to use the internet yes. or you wouldn't be on Twitch. So impressive array of tunes too. The tunes are all pretty so, well. Pretty good. Yeah, volume one was great. I mean, I really love yeah. those the track by Wins, Winslow and Trex and you know Colette Warren and um, Los Contreras is on there. Fernie, you know, the, the, everyone's the kind heads. of doing their part. All the heads, and it's one of those things where, as much as I don't doubt, you know, everyone wants to put in their sense and contribute and show that they have love. It also showcases that you know we are not alone. I know everyone's got their own form of, whether it's anxiety. <laughs> I got or... friends. I got friends you know, in the game right now who are going, who are suffering tremendous. Like when I say tremendous, I mean like scary, put a tear in your eye, tremendous yeah. over these issues. And, you know, of course, with a good support, some things like this will help these kind of people find their confidence and, you know, they need that encouragement. You know, artists put themselves through a lot, man. Yeah. So, no, yeah, maybe yeah. selfish on that level, you know what I'm saying? Go ahead, People who are, who are interested in learning more about this, go back and listen to, I, I want to say it's episode uh, nine of The Vocal, um, where the interview is with Diligent Fingers, and the uh, most of the interview uh, concerns his oh. mental health struggles. Um, that was related, a deep episode. Yeah, that related to PTSD, and like he he has a lot of struggles, and he's very open about talking about it. He's actually talked about on another podcast about it um he put out a track i want to say about two months ago and i forget the name of the track dilly i'm sorry um specifically about that exact thing that you talked about in our interview um and he's kind of like one of these people who's leading the, the charge in getting uh, people aware of uh mental health issues in artistry um how mental health issues can take away from your art how it can contribute to your art um, for him, you know, he, he came back from a, a, a botched suicide attempt at one point, you know, so like these are real, real issues that a lot of people are still real scared to talk about, uh, uh, talk about, especially, you know, when you talk about, um, you know, being a black male, it's, it's, there's a lot, a lot of pressure when it comes to talking about mental health. Yeah, taboo. Um, and, you know, and the, the fact of the matter is, if you are a person of color, not not just in America, but in the UK or any Westernized country. If you're a person of color, your access to mental health resources is more limited. Um, you are statistically more likely to be misdiagnosed, to be mistreated, um, to be turned away um, for your concerns to be dismissed. So, like these are real things. But yeah, go listen to that interview because that interview is real deep. It's it's an eye opener. So absolutely, and, uh, big up the diligent fingers for being so candid about that particular thing. Yeah, it's moment, moments yeah. and and moments like that are super appreciated. That's why I, I did not want to leave this night without bringing it out because the more that anybody can find commonality in another, it doesn't matter if you're just a regular person who goes, I don't want to say regular person. It doesn't matter who you are, no matter what job you lead, no matter what accolades you think somebody has, how high or low or whatever they are. Everybody, there's a lot of 
people going through things that will never be and I go through it regularly I'm very open about it I talk about it all the time um I just and the other thing too is um like even myself uh I I relate to other people and I speak to them privately because I go through these things and it's 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 easy it's it's hard to recognize when to be a sponge and when to be a stone and i think the more you can speak to people mm-hmm. who think of the same like minds and can share those experiences and understand exactly where you are in that headspace um the better you are so i just i'm glad i'm happy we didn't forget about that and i i implore everyone whether you feel like you have an issue or not to look into it maybe you can help or maybe there's something underlying you didn't even realize so um, take it seriously but in the meantime I'm, I'm gonna leave on that note thank you again Sophie track valiant it's always good to see you guys and we love all y'all stay take care of yourselves and each other love y'all you too Peace out, boys. Be good. <laughs> and as usual I like to have this little like moment of awkwardness where you thought I turned the stream on but I didn't <laughs> peace out y'all